There we go. Um, it's live on the page. Yeah. Oh, we've 2.1. What page or what group are you going live in? It'll go on our Soccer Cards Australia group. YouTube. Oh, and oh, and the Soccer Cards Australia page. Yeah, there you go. It's live, oh, on, right. live on the group. YouTube yep. says waiting for Soccer Cards Australia. Oh, all right. Hold on. That's me. <laughs> hey, no, it's live. It's working. Well, on YouTube? Yeah. Ah, so I don't need to do anything. Sheesh. Oh, there we are. There's some comments. Oh, yeah, I can speak there we What's up? Yes, it's working. Great success. A boo, you can go onto YouTube. Amazing stuff. Uh, we oh, might need Facebook to use it. No. <laughs> that's got to be Alex Carvajal for sure. <laughs> oh, we, we need to post that link, the restream. Can you add that in, Rob? Uh, yes. It is there. Hang on. <laughs> it, <laughs> that's, it that's actually true. That's actually true, Abu. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't eat for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually true. Oh, I am floating. All right. I am floating. Very happy. Not going to lie. I actually. I turned my back on the TV. I watched it on the TV. Fucking turned my back because I did not want to see me get death rolled. Otherwise, oh, I nearly did. Good. Something was getting fucking thrown. So <laughs> you nearly did get death rolled too. I know. I fucking know. Death rolled myself. What's the death roll? When you come top of when you're first top on the second the... last spin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Happens cool. to me every single <laughs> minute. You're a fan for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny. I'm a yeah, I, I was watching the replay and I saw you were top uh, number six. Yeah, fuck. It was it was scary, that's for sure. I wasn't even in it and I was worried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Um, it was definitely nerve-wracking. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Mr. Carvajal, follow the link in the chat and we can see your name. It's so Facebook hard to get, to get um, people to click that link. It's a struggle. All right, we might as well start. I mean, we've got 25 people in now. We don't know how long this is going to go for, so we might as well kickstart it. So this is the first official pod, uh, episode of the Patch Auto Podcast, so that's exciting. We're finally named. Episode one, we've got Marco from Oceana Breaks on. Um, welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, so I think <laughs> the best way for us to start, for people who don't know Marco, is to ask... Um, Basically, how you got into the breaking scene, how Oceana started, what made you join the soccer card community? Yeah, so I guess uh, Rod's going to hate this answer, but the first the first exposure I had to the premium cards was uh, Cyrus at Soccer Breakers. <laughs> uh, happened to happened to pop up on my YouTube during COVID, and uh, we watched him for like six months, me and the boys, um, and that's all we knew, and. Uh, we decided to enter our first break, hit absolutely fuck all. And then uh, 
tried to do our own break and uh, took about six months to fill. And uh, we, we just keep going. That's pretty much it, yeah. Um, used to buy used to buy match attacks back in the days when I was like 14, as I'm sure most of you guys did. What I don't know how you guys... First rate was Museum. Ooh, uh, Jesus, 20... Well, I, I bought I bought Leverkusen, um, and I got a Kevin Volland numbered, and that was it. <laughs> and yeah, Alex was with me. He he bought a uh, Marseille or Leon actually, and uh, that was it. Yeah, but my first break that we did was a Euro Select hobby box, Love and uh, I had to throw in like a hundred and fifty bucks worth of impeccable cards just to fill it. Like it took <laughs> so long, it was crazy. Yeah, we did hit a first a number to five. Yeah, not a bad way to start. What about yeah. you boys? Though? I want to know, like, where did you guys get into the hobby as well? Because I'm sure people listening, like, they might not know as well. I think we'll start with Rod. Yeah, I'm very keen to know. <laughs> For me, I um, <laughs> I grew up collecting AFL cards. Like, Dad always collected AFL cards, so we always did. Used to march us down to the markets and stuff, and see the guys trading and buying and selling and swapping there. I remember, I remember Dad used to just buy packs, never brought boxes or anything like that. And the, the rare occasion he would buy a box was just amazing. Like you'd sit there at the kitchen table ripping through a full box and it was uh, next level stuff. But um, it was always AFL. And then most of my sort of early adulthood, I didn't really get into it too much. Um, the My very first break, one of my friends, Simon, who a few of you will know, Simon Rue, he messaged, he, I can still remember, he sent me a message and goes, hey, have you seen these card breaks? I've said, no, I haven't. He goes, it's like FIFA Ultimate Team. You get to keep the cards. <laughs> and they're actually worth something. Like, that that was his sell point. And I said, well, that sounds pretty handy. So, you know, how do we get into it? He goes, oh, there's a guy named George doing it, um, who was obviously the great George Sipness. So I said, all right, we'll give it a crack. And back then he was doing select hobby box drafts, like full drafts. So you'd buy a spot, he'd randomize, and then you just pick your team in draft order. Um yeah, jumped straight in, ended up smashing George's Euro Select breaks for ages. 1920s Chronicles, it was uh, some amazing product around at the time. And then jumped into the NBA side of things when that's where I met Tino the first time. And we were smashing MJ's from a customer's point of view um, on the NBA only. And yep. I, I still went to a lot of soccer and it was all domestic it was all um pretty local stuff the harbour boys and georgie and those sort of guys and then i got close with mitch at mj's and we started hanging around and talking shit all the time and he goes well you know why don't we give soccer a crack and as they say the rest is history love it that's awesome yeah anthony um mainly for me i, I started obviously like most people did on Pokemon and uh, did a lot of that, just mainly buying, cracking packs, grading, um, played a lot of TCGs, so like, uh, you know, Magic and uh, Dragon Ball Super and all those sorts of things growing up. So, yeah, I was always around cards, looking cards. <laughs> and then um, my partner, one of my partners from work was basically getting into NBA breaks. Uh, when it all first started cracking off um and he said do you want to jump in well, i jumped into a repack i reckon it was uh with it and i hit a zion williams bgs 9.5 rookie prism and at the time they were selling for like a thousand bucks but um 
so you know that pretty much got me hooked immediately and then yeah like rod said you know uh nba was going good we were smashing flawless and all that sort of stuff and then um yeah i, I sort of mitch said to me he's like oh it's gonna start doing soccer because i'd never really got i'd love soccer i played soccer all my life uh, i watched it all my life just you know never really got into the card sort of thing and a friend of mine george gunas he tried to get me into soccer cards probably a year before and i didn't want to bar of it i was heavily invested into pokemon um and dragon ball super at the time so i was just sort of like more you know i'm already with this i'm not gonna sort of delve into too much more but yeah then rod started doing the soccer and i was like you know what this is i, I pretty much have been into uh soccer since the first mj's break and then just started breaking elsewhere and um yeah i've just been spending my time making connections now with you know overseas buyers sellers trying to use you know as many connections as i possibly can but um the breaks are fun as well so you know you're always chasing a team you're chasing a player it's the hunt the thrill of the hunt is probably what kept me going um this whole time um and yeah so that's basically where it started love it georgie Mine's a bit more basic than um, the rest of yours, I think. Um, I, I was heavy into Pokemon as well. I know a lot of the guys from my Pokemon group are on this group too. Um, I started with that, you know, buying, selling, trading, finding your old collection and then like flogging it straight away. Um, so I started with all of that. And then Rod will be happy to know an MJ ad absolutely rolled me into the group. <laughs> and I think uh, my first breaks with Rod were Chronicles, like 1920, I think. Or, yeah, 1920 or 2021. So I broke that with Rod and then select, oh no, Euro Mosaic with Harbour was my no, like no. my main thing I started pumping because they were the first people I saw do PYT because Rod used to only be randoms and they would either kill you or, or you'd love it. Um, but I saw Harbour doing PYT and I started picking up random teams in that too. So that pretty much started me and then I mainly operate in soccer now rather than anything else. So that that's it really, <laughs> nothing stressful. I played soccer my whole life, so it's an easy way to fall into as well. Yeah. But God, it's good and expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Very expensive. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. another, another question for Marco is, what's the current scene like for you in New Zealand? Is it different to Australia in any way? Do you have any difficulties that we don't have? I'm not really sure how to answer, but I'd say the scene's pretty dead compared to Australia for sure. You guys have your own... I don't think we even have a centralized page for football fans on Facebook at all. There's like three of us that I know of that break. There's a one other page, but they basically don't do it anymore. Um, yeah, it's pretty hard to find customers to break with uh, for sure. Um, pretty much have to look overseas, otherwise you're going to find nobody locally. Uh, but the the sport's huge over here, and all the all the boys play at my age and stuff. But no, nah, it's pretty hard to find. Do you, have many, to break do you have many card shops over there, like uh, hobby stores? Oh, there was one. I'm in the South Island. There was one that I had heard of in the South Island. They just closed, and I ha I don't think there's any in the North Island. So, yeah, there's no physical stores, I'm pretty sure. There might be one. I've never heard of them, though, if there yeah, is. Right. Yeah, like the other one just, just shut down, um, and that's about it. Hey, that sounds like a cornered market for you. <laughs> There's no one else doing it. Yeah, it's pretty. It. It's true. That's true. Um, it's just the way of getting your like page out there and seen. And we we grew our Facebook page to like five hundred and six hundred people, and then 
we had to make a new page because Facebook decided to just not notify anybody of our posts. Yeah, Oceanorex, I thought there's absolutely no chance that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, good, good suggestion. Um, yeah, it's pretty rough, but that's that's what it is. Breaking in New Zealand, we um, I knew that getting started, it would be pretty hard to to get out there. And as long as we can fill one or two breaks a week, I'm pretty happy to be honest. Just yeah. get to rip products. It's all good. Yeah, that's right. it. You're getting to rip the product, so that's the main bit of fun. That it you was get. the entire incentive into getting started with our page was just I get to break this expensive product for, for free technically or I can take my own spots. And uh, it's just a blessing to open $800 worth of product because I'm still studying and I'm broke as shit apart <laughs> from the breaks. Like I could not afford to open any product myself. Um so yeah, but the, I mean, I don't know the population difference, but our markets are so small compared to even just Aussie. You guys shit on us. Yeah, what are you studying? Yeah, <laughs> uh, IT. I got oh, a year and a half left. You can help and, uh, uh, Anthony with his mic and camera problems. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm I'm more like web development and stuff, so I could mm. probably help out the MJ page in like a, a wee while. We've got a new website launching in a couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see the I'd like to see the back end of that. You know, give it a go. Back, um, you don't want to see the back end of the current one; it's a disaster. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. Probably give me a headache, but yeah, we'll see how we go. But to be fair, though, I think the market in um, Australia wasn't all that good. You know, um, let's say two years ago, there was probably not as much exposure as there is now. I think, uh, yeah, like the last year and a half has been massive for the hobby in Australia, especially for soccer. And I think that's trending on um, maybe not so much from breaks, but just the, the product. The, uh, there's more product now. You know, there's more sets coming out. There's more um, light on it. And people are getting involved. And I'm not going to say, but this page has been quite helpful for a lot of people. And, and I, get, I do get messages about, um, you know, the page that we created and how it's actually people love it. They're bring, it's bringing people together. You know, the razors are great. Uh, at the end of the day, a lot of us are just gamblers at heart. You know, we're we're just in for a, for collecting, but also making some money on the side. So you know that sort of helps, I think, get people involved a little bit. But yeah, like you said, your market's probably a lot smaller um, than how it is over here. Yeah, like for example, if you wanted to buy a tops product in New Zealand, you will not find it. Uh, you would have to buy it from Australia. Uh, Merlin Stadium Club, like only me and Blunt Breaks will get that product in New Zealand. No one else will touch it. Like there's not a shop that imports the stuff. Um, and if they do, the the one hobby shop that closed down, they still have an online presence. They'll probably get three boxes. And that's it. Like it's so rough. For, if you wanted to rip personal, you need to look to Australia or, you know, the US to get stock. Tops are pretty tops are pretty bad here too, to be honest. Like stadium yeah. stadium, I brought six boxes locally and that was it. Um, wow. And that's that's all I could get was six boxes. Everything else come from overseas. Merlin I'll, I've got one, maybe two cases. I might get a second. Um there's no yeah, tops, I don't know. The the all these UK breakers are getting top stuff before the shops are getting it. Yeah. Um, but those UK guys but over here, tops just to just supply no one. Like all the guys have got the four or five guys that have got Panini access don't have tops. Mm. No banks, Rizzo. 
He's just striking <laughs> deals in the chat. <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into what everyone is interested in. Uh, it's the World Cup. So we're going to start by talking about the new World Cup prism that they just announced. Um, will it be like Road to Qatar all over again? Will people love it to start and then leave it? Or will it stay and will it be constant? Rod? Um, I think World Cup Prism is going to be a very, very big product. Its price point is going to be interesting. There's going to be a massive print run, like a monstrous print run. Like if you think of what uh, EPL Prism was like, I think World Cup Prism is probably going to be bigger. Right. Especially if Thirty-two. Have you heard the price, the price point for the boxes yet? No, no, no yeah. one sort of. Grayson was saying they're going to be eight hundred to a thousand a box. Yeah. Okay. So not too bad. A little bit more than. Well, Prism probably dropped at what five to six hundred. So. Yeah. Yeah. If if that's the case, if that's the sort of price point, then they're at. Then they're pr maybe the print run's not as big as I would expect, but it's still going to be a three hundred card base. It's still going to have what five, six different inserts. A lot yeah. of which are going to be super short print chases. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they do it. It's going to be interesting to see what releases they bring along with it in regards to breakaway and retail products and choice and everything else and how many different um, product lines they're going to have for it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I'm, you guys know me. I don't get into the hype or anything. I don't look at a checklist until I'm, I've got stock in my hand, basically. Um, and, and I can actually see it getting broken because there's been that many products that we thought were going to be shit ended up being incredible. There's that many products we thought were going to be incredible, they end up being shit. Until you physically touch the cards, until you can see how the packs are going to be, what the, what the distribution across the boxes is like, um, you just don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think anyone tipped Obsidian to be, you know, close to the product of the year this year. Obsidian's been mental. Obsidian was um, nuts. Yeah, Obsidian team all mm. gone nuts. Yeah, Obsidian Timor was like 180 bucks a box when it launched, mm -hmm. and within a week it was 300 plus. Yeah, like, you had to get went, you had to be early on Obsidian Timor. It just went bonkers, but again, no one would have predicted that. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't buy into a lot of pregame hype. I guess it's all about waiting, waiting, seeing what lands, and seeing how well they execute it. Because if the checklist is a dud, if there's um, yeah, QC issues or anything like that, then, you know, you look at Chrome. Chrome had a sensational checklist. When Chrome came out, everyone was like, how good is this checklist? Tops released it and printed a billion boxes of Chrome and Chrome Lite, and now Stadium and Merlin and Finest are smashing Chrome. Mm. So, yeah, Chrome yeah. started going down in the last few weeks, I've seen. Yeah, it's just too hard to hit. You open a full yeah. case, you might hit a golden and orange. Mm. Like, it's just too much. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, Stadium Club looks really good. Mm. Stadium's cool. Stadium's yeah. cool. We do get to have a fun conversation about Stadium Club soon. So, mm. <laughs> um, Anthony, have you got any initial takes on World Cup Prism? Uh, I'm excited for Prism. I, I think Prism will be be bigger than National Treasures just because of the stupid Rhodes guitar um, yeah. logo. logo that we we all hate. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, if you look at previous years, World Cup Prism has always been a massive set. You look at the gold, gold Messi from 2014, um, BGS 9.5, that sold for like 540,000 US or whatever it was like. There's great value in those boxes for the price point that they come in at. 
Um, so I'm excited personally. I can't wait to brew a few cases. The manga insert, um, the color wheel, all that sort of stuff is going to be cool. And um, <laughs> landmarks coming back is really cool as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Using a shoe. Oh, God. It's terrible. <laughs> Um, fucking Egan. That's who it is. I can't yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Look, I'm excited for Prism. I think it's going to be good. So, uh, yeah. Like Rod said, though, it's going to depend on print run and what other variants of the product they bring out. They may just. Oh, I mean, I don't know what previous years are like. I haven't opened any World Cup Prism before, so this will be my first year. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, it's good to know that the landmarks are back. I know how everyone enjoys yeah. the landmarks from previous years, and they're one of the most sought-after cards in high grades these days, even even still. Like, you can barely find them raw coming up at decent prices. So landmarks are back. Um, I don't know if it's a landmark for every team. Is it? It was last time. Yeah, that's what I thought. I just hope they're numbered as well. That'd be nice. Mm, there, there was gold power landmarks, wasn't there? Yeah, I think so last time or maybe the time before. Yeah, so that means Australia should also get one. So that's exciting. Yeah. And we have Aussie cards back for the first time in a long time. <laughs> who's the, who's the Aussie, who are the Aussie chasers going to be? I don't follow Australia. No idea. <laughs> um, Bill, the guy who was playing at Midland. That you got, guy you got to move somewhere though, right? Just the fella who's about to sign for Newcastle maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Matt Ryan. <laughs> Max Cruz is the only retired, Aussie I've heard of. Yeah. Matty Ryan's retired, didn't he? Has he? He still know. plays for Sochi, Dad, doesn't he? Does he? I think so. Yeah, Marco, how's the Australian's football team going? Uh, Max Cruz is pretty good. <laughs> what position does he play? <laughs> well, who's this for the Australian team? He's a winger, isn't he? I used know. to play in, used to play in the Bundesliga. He's yeah, isn't player. that isn't that Robbie Cruiser who played at Bayer Leverkusen? Yeah. Oh, Max Cruiser, Max Cruiser. Yeah, that might be the one. Yeah, uh, true, God, true. Fix your Mike. Mike in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh well. We'll have to wait four more years for New Zealand to get in the set, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. You were close. I think with I think with the new, um, I think they're doing the new way of qualifying next time, so we should get in. Thank God. Yeah, should be good. Uh, with um, with the World Cup, we also have Munger inserts coming back, or well, for the first time for soccer, but coming back mm. as a product. Tommy Rogers. Yeah. Tommy Rogers. Tommy Rogers. <laughs> Isn't he in the championship or something? They're probably just married the guy on there. Let's be honest. Is yeah, more probably. They'll just do it anyway, even if he doesn't. Yeah, so Mango inserts. Um, they had them in NFL. They're finally in soccer. Do you think they will be a select players, so not player from each team, maybe just a handful of five, or mm. do you think mm. everyone will have one? Probably select few players. Select, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. It would be nice if each one had one, but... Yeah. Yeah, uh, they'll likely be either the young and up and coming star or the already go to of the game. So I think you'll see Messi, you'll see Ronaldo, um, those types of characters. Mbappe, Haaland. I can see Haaland having one for sure. Is he, is Norway in the World Cup prison? 
Oh yeah, because it won't be road, will it? No, no. Yeah, he won't be in it. So, but yeah, yeah like, no, those no. types of caliber of player. Neymar will probably have one. Yeah. Do you know what the drop rate is on a on the NFL ones? I have no uh, idea. I think really? it's like one per twenty cases or something. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. One per case. It's, um, it's, it's very rare. Manga. So the people know what we're talking. Uh, about. Yeah. asking what the manga inserts are. We'll get fancy. I think it's um, one in twenty. There you go. Rob can show. Yeah. So. While you do this, I'm gonna get a drink. Yeah, I'm. A, I'll be back in a sec as well. Yeah. Uh, me and Rod will sit here and look good. That's one. Yeah, that's got. I was gonna try to find the Brady one, but this obviously not showing Brady up. One. But uh, there's just they're basically Hill. anime cards. Yeah, they're anime <laughs> design cards. There's Patty Mahomes. So there's the Brady. Uh, yeah, the Brady's one. awesome. Yeah, so Brady one sensational. There it is. Yeah, what a great card. Yeah. So that'll be very cool. They will be very cool. I think they're going to be very short. Right? Yeah. They've got, they've got to be very short. They will. Hopefully, they get the checklist right on them. Yeah. Watch them give fucking some randoms one. Yeah. Uh, you just know they will. It was like when. Uh, Okay. Is Turkey in the World Cup? I don't know. But they'll probably have one. <laughs> do you think they're going to do like a breakaway product for Brazil? And choice. That'd be interesting. They should. Yeah, if, I'm sure. being, if I'm being honest, I actually would prefer that they just do Obby just for mm. the sake of it being um, a premium product for the World Cup. Like, mm. They shouldn't yeah. have too many variants of it. I would like to see just one you know, World Cup hobby prison would be sick, but it's probably not going to be the case knowing Panini because they yeah. just absolutely love to spam every product with six different variants and yeah. that's them. So we'll see. Yeah, make as much money as possible with as many drops as possible. They'll have like hangers and sallows probably oh, yeah. as well. I think yeah, the, last one, the last one did, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 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 It could be a good lower price point for some people though. Yeah, I mean, the retail has its place. You see a lot of big hits come out of retail these days, especially with yeah. the, the the stadium club retail. I noticed mm. as soon as they come out, there was like four yeah. or five one-of-one one posts, all from mm. all from retail. So oh, oh, Those Merlin blasters last year used to be juiced. Yeah, they were. My first cards I ever broke were Merlin blasters. Funny you say that. So yeah. from the blasters, the Pedri, uh, the Jude, the Makoko super fractors were all out of blasters. For Merlin last yeah. year, that's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah it's gross. <laughs> you, you know, you're talking yeah, my... three of the biggest hits in the set, all from basically blasters, which is just yeah. nuts. All my best hits last year breaking came from blasters. Hobby yeah. boxes like could not compete for the same value, but yeah. I'm pretty sure this year, like the stadium, it's like one in twenty for an auto and a mega box. So I think they've uh, reduced it a bit for sure. They've nerfed them. Yeah, they definitely have nerfed them. All right, sticking on the World Cup, we're going to talk about World Cup investments. Um, should we start buying international kit cards? And what kinds of players or teams should we be buying? Um, are you talking about products prior to Prism, though? Let's just say 
right now, if I was to go on eBay and pick up 10 cards, what kind of team and cards should I be buying to hopefully raise value by the end of the World Cup? Well, um, I mean, I, I guess if you're going to look at, you know, previous World Cup or Euro Cup, uh, Euro Select or something like that, the, the last couple of sets for some of the rookies who are going to be coming into their sort of, I guess, prime years. Um, otherwise, I just wouldn't be, I wouldn't probably worry about it until actual World Cup Prism comes out and then, you know, try your luck there on, you know, some of the bigger, uh, the new, the rookies coming into this um, World Cup because there's a good, solid foundation of rookies in this, you know, their first World Cup Prism, basically. Uh, even though some of them aren't classified as a rookie in the international kids it's still technically their first world cup card mm. so it's going to hold some value um so november 3rd i believe they said world cup prison will drop uh so yeah i wouldn't bother buying anything from previous years unless you're going to be buying someone who's already self-made uh who's already yeah you know, made themselves in on the international level at club level um so personally i, I would just wait yeah so a on Pedri that, rookie maybe could yeah. do well, but like he'd have to have an insane World Cup for that yeah. to go up even more. But again, it's his first World Cup card in this yeah. world, so he's not a rookie in this World Cup prism. Um, but again, it's his first World Cup card, so it's still going to hold some good value. Yeah, because we haven't had the Euro twenty twenty checklist hasn't aged the best. No. Um, so, and we've not, it's, it's basically their first major tournament cards for a lot of them. Um, their first major international tournament. I think, given that we're going to have a season or half a season of league football, then we're going to have a World Cup smacked in the middle of it, and then we're going to go straight into a transfer window um, where clubs are going to be looking to stack their squads and pad their squads yeah. after, you know, players mm-hmm. playing 40 games or the rest of it. Finding who's the guys who are going to have the James Rodriguez or the um, Divock Origi World Cups um, that are going to turn it on and, and get their move is going to be the key. Not so much the stars. I wouldn't, I think the stars are already there or the ones that are going to, you know, your, your Camavingas and stuff have probably done all they're going to do because the expectation is that they're going to perform. So you've got, you know, they go out and perform the best thing they've ever performed and they go up 10%. They go out and perform 10% below their best and they drop 50%. Mm. There's just not a lot of so the risk versus reward isn't there. Whereas if you can uncover these, you know, smaller diamonds and stuff, and I haven't put a lot of time into it. Um, but if you can uncover someone who's going to come out and bang in four or five goals and a team, a club that's going to go on a run, you know, someone or a nation, someone like, you know, Senegal, who I think could easily get out of their groups and, you know, progress into the knockouts and stuff like that, you find a player that's sitting at one of those clubs and um, you can track down a couple of their rookie cards cheap and you can absolutely um, get some good return out of it. But I think it's got to be based not on necessarily their World Cup performance, but what's going to happen after it. If a player's not at a big club, is possible is a good possibility of having a solid World Cup and not winning it, but just putting on a good show because that's going to be the shop window for the transfer window that's going to be literally weeks after it. Yeah. So do you think yeah. from an investment point of view, it's a good idea for people to pick up the maybe not so sought after players, maybe the, some of their uh, first international cards, or even if they haven't played international before, picking up some rookies for yeah. players who aren't in huge countries yeah, yeah. and then hoping they have that cracker World Cup? 
Absolutely. Find the next Luis Diaz. And especially, you know, I'm big on finding guys who don't have a lot of cards out there. Um, you look at Matthias Tell, who's out for the, he's the Bayern guy now. He's at starter in Merlin. The reason his cards are more expensive and the reason Musiala cards are so, so much more expensive than your Pedris and Judes and all the rest from last year is because Musiala had a fraction of the cards. Um, he wasn't in as many sets. He didn't have autos in every set. Um, you look at Florian Wurtz's Bundesliga rookies, they're through the roof. Even though he's been out for 12 months with an ACL, his cards are through the roof because he was only in Bundesliga Chrome. He didn't get scattered across six different tops variants and all the rest of it. So, And that's the same as Luis Diaz. His, his obsidian cards are some of the most expensive obsidian cards on the market. Um, and the reason for that is because they're his only cards. There's, you know, you're, not sport, you're, you're looking at a product pool of 500 cards as opposed to 5,000. That's a good point. Um, so on that point, just for example, do you think Pulisic is going to go up or down over the World Cup? <laughs> down for sure. Yeah, me uh, too. <laughs> I just don't rate Pulisic. No, me neither. As a Chelsea fan as country. well. But yeah, someone needs to step up. Brendan Aronson or something will take over. I've seen a lot of people on Instagram buying up Pulisic at the moment because they think they're yeah. going to go up over the World Cup and I'm very worried for them. <laughs> Literally yeah. could just because of the size of the U.S. market. Yeah, I think you have to understand how dumb the U.S. market is sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've made a fair bit of money on U.S. players, and you don't need to use logic. You don't need to worry about the way they play because it doesn't matter how they play. It's just whoever they are pushing, you buy. <laughs> and go with any sport that US, the U.S. Um, people follow, like NFL uh, they it can be they don't have to even play a game yet and they're fucking paying six figures for cards. It's just ludicrous, man. So again, it's just one of those things. Look, Wilson's just been good for United, the United States in the past. So I mean, it's not like he hasn't played well. Um, I don't think there's much more for his market to sort of go up. He's probably going to be go down as you know the best United States player ever, close to. So uh, I mean, I don't. It really matters what he does here. They're not going to win up. So, if they're going to win the World Cup, maybe a different story. But I doubt that. Yeah, for sure. Um, just like Chris said, the Leeds USA boys are probably the best USA players there at the moment. So, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, Tyler Adams is playing out of his skin this season. He is really well. Really, he dominated us when we played against him. It was crazy. Yeah, too bad that couldn't beat Brentford. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, does anyone have anything else to say about the World Cup? Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention is the World Cup does have dual autos again. So dual, dual autos are back in World Cup Prism. Uh, the only one they've told us about so far is Pulisic and Pepe. Yeah. US. Of course. And Pepe's off. He's in the Eredivisie now, isn't he? So he's kind of yeah, down he's down a, from the Bundesliga. Yeah, he's at Wolfsburg. Before that, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the hype. I mean, he's, he's US. So he's always going to carry the hype. But to add to the investments parts, like you can always, um, I'd say, seal products always going to go pretty well, especially for the prison, uh, yeah. the World Cup stuff. You you look at the last boxes; they're like five grand each, and obviously this would never get anywhere near that because we've had the boom, uh, you know, in the in the last few years, but. It's always going to do you well if you can pick the right time to buy. That is, mm -hmm. yeah, true. 
Uh, Rob, what do you think about sitting on World Cup Prism as a product, buying and just storing? The one that's coming? The one that's coming. Um, I think that the soccer market, so Panini are printing a ton of product, um, especially for World Cup Prism. So, there, but there is still a ton of retailers out there who are getting this allocation from Panini and don't know what to do with it because... If they're a breaker, they don't break soccer. If they're a shop, they're too busy focused on NFL, NBA, and whatever else. So the soccer just sits in the corner collecting dust. Whenever a new product comes out, you see the Facebook groups, guys selling their five cases or whatever they got, their allocation, they're on the Facebook group saying, I've got five cases of this, who wants to buy it? Um, so I think if you are thinking about buying and sitting on stock, then I would personally wait, and I'm not pre-ordering anything, I'm not going to pre-order anything because I think that it will drop in the first week if you're savvy. Um, and then once it starts getting open, based on the quality of the product, it's either going to go up or down. I think the you could get burnt, and, and it's happened to me before, but personally, I think there's going to be enough of it around where if you've got the ability to go and harass some shops or some people that are selling it, um, they'll be. There's plenty of guys that are always keen to get rid of their soccer when it drops, especially a well a high printed product. I'm not going to lie. You, you told me you told me that same advice about 2020 inception, and that bit with me. <laughs> you couldn't get it at the start. <laughs> inception went up to like a US a box from like 500. It's fucking yeah. Inception. Inception was nuts, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah, every every product again. Inception's a, a limited print run. I think yeah. prisons, they're going to print the absolute leather off it. Um, they, they really will. If the limited print run stuff has shot up. So Obsidian and Impeccable um, went nuts. But there's going to be guys getting 40 cases of soccer prison dumped on their doorstep and not necessarily have the places to move it. And the market will get there and the market will chew through it eventually. But there's yeah I, I don't think there's going to be a shortage of it you know you look at epl prism there's still billions of cases out there um getting broken and sort of chewed through so that's that's not to say it's not a good investment to hold long term but if you're wanting to buy it at its lowest i'd say a few days after it drops if you're savvy and then based on the product all, all it takes is a couple of good chases to be secured in the set and a few superstars to have their first cards in there and all the rest of it and the product all of a sudden shoots up through the roof um and you're away you're absolutely cooking for sure marco will you be breaking world cup prism yeah for sure but yeah to touch on that like i used to pre-order almost every stock i got in but i haven't pre-ordered anything in for like the last year because everything drops and goes down pretty much except for stuff like inception it's super limited but yeah this is going to get printed out at the wazoo so if you just wait and you're patient wait till there's a dave and adam sale for some reason like some holiday pick it up on the cheap hold on to it but yeah well i mean we'll break it but at like a thousand dollars a box it kind of doesn't seem worth it um i've watched too many cases to count of uh, the last world cup prism and because of the random nations uh it makes it really hard to hit even players you've heard of there's random turkish players that you you just never have heard of um and there's only a few number cards per box to chase those messies or ronaldo's it's super punishing 
especially if it's at a thousand dollars a box i'm hoping it's like five six hundred would seem kind of fair but with how many short print case sets or 20 case sets there are it's probably just going to hold a really good price as well i don't think it'll drop much at all there's a lot of good inserts in this world cup yeah for sure i think that's going to make it hold price and if you can get on a sealed case and keep it sealed for a year or two and you you hit it at the right price you'll make absolute stonks i reckon yeah, yeah. Again, it all comes down. It all comes down to the rookies in the set and how they play yeah. in the World Cup. And if they get, the stuff, um, I'm I want to rip two cases and I want to hold two cases. I think that's like a safe bet because in my head, you you buy those four cases, you rip two, you might make your money back on those cases, or you might make more. But I think, and then you're sitting on those two cases. Those cases are more than likely always going to double. It's World Cup. It's Prism. It's the one of the best sets. It's a peak set. If you get, a, you just need one good rookie chase. That's literally it. Or you're chasing. You know, people have said that it wouldn't affect it too much. But I still think being Messi and Ronaldo's last World Cups, uh, the cards are still going to be sought after for this one because it's their last World Cup. I still have that mentality that that's going to affect it in some which way. I might be wrong, but we'll see. Um, but it's another sort of buying point, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that guy a few months ago on the page who found his Ronaldo Messi collection. Oh, yeah. Adi um, yeah. Those cards were so expensive for some really like high-numbered parallels that yeah. even Messi and Ronaldo's last World Cups are going to be super expensive as he well. He literally found those cards in a shoebox. So I'm not that's shitting. insane. Like, yeah, that's what insane. The you know what I mean? That's nuts. And he's used that. So he sold those cards, and I'm pretty sure he's used that to build up his Graven Bear collection now. <laughs> Did he buy those Match Attacks Chrome Autos off you? No, he only bought one off me, which was the red to five uh, Chrome Auto. Because I got a PSA 10 of it, so I just decided, well, I don't need two, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll sell you one. So, mm. yeah. Right. Uh, we're going to talk about the latest release, which is Stadium Club. Um, we should probably start with the breakers. So, Rod, I know you've broken it already. So, uh, I love Stadium Club. I think it's a good, fun release. I don't love the colours, how they've done the colouring now with just the lines on the cards. They've killed it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bit underwhelming. But uh, I still love it as a product. I think it's a good, well-priced product. It generally sits a little bit cheaper than the... Um, Chrome and stuff, although Chrome's tanked a bit now, so it's sitting at about the same price, maybe even a little bit more than Chrome now, actually. Um, so it's yeah, it's a good, fun product. Hundred, they've gone to the hundred, they've retained the hundred card base list, which is super important in the product. So that's what we've seen breaking it. That Chrome's biggest mistake was going to the two hundred player che base checklist, um, which just destroyed your chances of hitting across the product. Um, whereas the ones that have retained a hundred card base list are certainly a lot more fun to break. The stadium autos are sensational. I got my Gerard today, um, the seventy-five, and yeah, they're a sick-looking auto. They've picked the right cards. They've, the tops, the tops do a checklist better than Panini, um, and the design, the, the the football side of the design. So the photos they choose are better. The players they choose are generally better. 
there is a lot more um, football-oriented thought that goes into the Tops products. Um, as far as the logistics of them and the print run and the QC and all the rest of it, that's up for debate. But, um, yeah, I like Stadium Club. I think it's a, it's a cool checklist. It's different enough from the other ones as well. There's a few guys that you only find in Stadium. Um, so, yeah, overall, it's a pretty big team. Lucas Perry is pretty good in it. The Bicycle Man, he's not in there. He didn't make the cut, Marseille. Yeah, he's just, Davies is Bicycle is, Man is, now, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's a go-kart man now. He's a go-kart in Bundesliga, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Marco, have you had a chance enough. to break it yet? Nah, unfortunately with Tops products, I've got about a two-month buffer before I get my hands on it, eh? But I've, yeah. I've watched quite a few cases. It looks pretty good. I'd say the um, the autos, uh, not the autos, the legends are quite common. I quite like mm. the legend cards as Javi, autos. Um, popping up, even the numbered ones are very nice. I don't. It just looks way better than last year's one, and I think it'll actually hold a higher price in Chrome uh, going forward. So I'm quite. I've got six boxes on the way, so I'm quite keen to get they, it. Today. They fucked Chrome royally this year, honestly. and and I like. I skipped. I skipped Finest as well. I thought Finest was pretty average. Um, those those prize footballer. I thought they were pretty ugly. Uh, yeah. I liked Finest last year, but I gave that a skip as well. Might get some, but um, yeah, Stadium Club looks good and Merlin looks really good as well. Merlin looks sweet, man, honestly. Yeah, really good. Get a case of that. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think Stadium Club, from a maybe not professional's point of view, just to, as a consumer, it's much nicer to hit a low numbered Stadium Club than it is to hit a low numbered Chrome. Like the like red to five in Stadium Club is beautiful, mm. or even yeah. the red to fours. I don't know if they're in there this year, but those yeah, red yeah. linings. Yeah, the linings are still. I'd rather really hit that than mm. supers in some of the upper parts. I'm not going to. I'm not going to lie, but the the case, the sorry, the box hit, the pink lightning or whatever it is, mm. it, it looks better than all of Chrome put together. Like, <laughs> yeah. and it's a fucking box hit. Like, come on, man. Yeah, good Seriously. shit. Those, yeah, they got some nice inserts, eh? The electrics and stuff. Yeah, yeah just, they've, done a, they've done a really, really good job on Stadium Club and Merlin, mm. especially with those Renaissance um, inserts. They mm. are just spectacular. I think they case hits. Yeah, they? Not not the case hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just like nice. they've done a phenomenal job on those two products, but they have just really fucked up Chrome this year and Finest. Um, uh, as a person, like when I see a break come up personally, I don't. My eyes don't really go for finest and chrome. What's that? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice. So they come numbered as well. The Those can be numbered, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow. I saw somebody had a red wow. Garby Renaissance, and I was like, oh, my God, man, I need that. I didn't know I the Renaissance would be numbered. It's yeah, in the they top screenshot, I'm pretty sure. There's yeah, a red Garby in it. Yeah, yeah. Was it, was that a I, I just, yeah, I think so. It's in the, their, uh, like, a cell photo with the yeah, yeah. in the background. I just yeah. really like when they do case hits, but they can also be numbered. It just adds another level to it. Yeah, um, yeah, agreed. Like, like, numbered color blast, and every other product or every other sport seems to have numbered color blast, but football. I really yeah. wish we could. Get the on kabooms, there. numbered kabooms are like, yes. I don't know. Why the so fuck nice. like don't have them anymore? Because the green kabooms are like the best thing ever made. Yeah, yeah. There like, was no sure. color blast, yeah. wasn't there? The color blast only came in the gold power, so they only yeah. had the fives, 
and yeah. uh, one of our, our friends has a cherub cards he has uh, the money uh he's got the familia i think as well or he's got a couple of them uh in the gold power they're just absolutely stunning um you know just crazy but i think kaboom like you look at um what is it kobe bryant uh, there's a guy in on on Instagram uh, called Shy uh, Vlogs, so he's um, one of the massive collectors over there. He has the he had two gold Kobe kabooms. He had the messy gold kaboom, um, and you know these cards are going for absolutely astronomical numbers. And I think they just need to add that little bit of spice back into it. Numbered inserts like kabooms and and you know in, the, in these World Cup sets, especially like I, I hope the landmarks have. You know, to five or something, it'd be it'd be yeah. super cool. Mm. It, it just adds a little more to the product. I think, the, um, I think this year they could have saved and made Prism so much better by keeping Kabooms in there. Yeah, uh, agreed. Just as like you look at last year's Prism, the Kabooms, you know, a Firmino is worth four hundred bucks, and the, most of them are worth that sort of hundred to five hundred sort of range. They're not massive, life changing cards, but. They're in every product. They're in breakaway, hybrid, retail, yeah. blasters, the whole lot. So this year, you open, I haven't done any megas or blasters because there's just you're chasing a one of one gold power. Like that's the yeah, only like, thing you're really chasing. In a retail Especially with breakaway, you look at the breakaway last year compared to this year. Breakaway was unbelievable last year. It was probably better than hobby um, last year, but then this year it's. I mean, why would you want to? I mean, people are pulling some fire out of it. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, it's the last two good. weeks, something's yeah, been wrong with breakaway. Eh? Someone put a friggin' spell. Two one of ones out of one box. I mean, I've never yeah. heard of that in my life. No, yeah, it's just crazy. crazy. Yeah, and that's the price. The price this year is certainly reflecting that. You can pick up a box of breakaway from this year for one hundred and ten bucks, one hundred and twenty mm -hmm. bucks. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Like. They literally all they had to do was retain kabooms in there, and it would completely transform the product um, across the whole range, across the whole line. Retail boxes. Have you seen any retail boxes open, Marco? Because they're selling for more than breakaway, and they are absolutely <laughs> shit. Yeah, you're paying, you paying for. I've watched only one box, and it's all I needed to watch. It is eighty USD of every single card, just a base card. Yeah, it's they're literally so they were, they're, they're selling for more than breakaway, and I was. Like, I know. Yeah. I don't know how because they like somehow they're getting away with it, but they are miserable boxes. Probably yeah. the worst I've ever seen for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what I think you can. What are breakaway boxes selling for? You'll pick one up for one hundred and twenty Aussie. Because I went into a shop yeah. the other day, and they were I, I actually went in there because the guys have been smashing breakaway and killing it. I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to buy a couple of boxes to rip. I went in there and they were like two hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, no, nah. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, bugger. That's that's look. That's if you bring if you yeah you get them if you're ordering if you go to ship my cards you'll get them for you one twenty one thirty depending on your exchange. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's worth the rip. Honestly, that's worth the rip. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's so. but but it's sort of transformed Prism from being a a high end product to a volume product. Um, yeah. Now you can rip a case of, you know, H2 hybrid. Um, I'm doing H2 hybrid cases for 2,700 bucks. Um, you know, 20, bo 20 boxes ripped and shipped and fucking all the rest of it. And you can chase your, you can chase your team. George, you can chase Brentford for 59 bucks in a fucking case break. 
Yeah, yeah, so many low numbered cards as well. Three bucks a box. Like even though, yeah. even though Brentford has the best striker in the world, you know. Well, yeah, the best striker. two percent every break. But that's the thing. Prism's become this product where you can do it and you can enjoy a break of it. Like I know I enjoy spending an hour breaking open Prism and the mo and look. The Ronaldo spot and the Ronaldo cards are still selling for good money. That's always going to be a super expensive spot. But beyond the Ronaldo spot, the most expensive spot in the case break is three hundred bucks, um, mm. which is unheard of. You try and do that in any other product, and you're just not going to get there. Not yeah. for the volume. Um, so it is I a fun Prism, product. Mm. But yeah, it's at a great price point right now. I think so. How'd your break go earlier? Uh not the best to be honest. Best. I got a Vigor. <laughs> yeah, you did get a Vigor. Did you we, actually get a Vigor? Yeah. We've done like 30 or 40 boxes across uh, last year's um, Prism, and we have not had a Kaboom. It's upsetting. We've had about four Vigors, though. So it is what it is. Um, Man, I, uh, I sold my Kai Havertz Vigor like <laughs> a year ago for like 25 bucks. <laughs> yeah, they're not worth anything, eh? So basically just another insert that you get every other pack. Like yeah, you know, pretty much. This so year, this year they basically don't exist. Pretty sure I sold one yeah. like five of it goes for like a hundred bucks. I got twenty five <laughs> for mine, so you're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um while we're on this year's prism before we change subject, do you think uh -huh. it's better or worse that the color blasts are more sought after? Um, well, personally, um, I've only hit one color blast out of Prism, and it would be nice that they were more frequent because Kabooms are non-existent nowadays. Who did, who did you hit last I hit Raul Jimenez last year out of a okay. breakaway. Um, but yeah, there's like there's no chance we'll hit one. I mean, we don't even rip Hobby anymore, so yeah. they are I so think, rare. I mean, yeah. yeah. I think they – I like the rarity of them, but I think they should be in breakaway and choice. Yeah. That that's the that's the issue that yeah, yeah well, they should be across the other products. To be fair, if you're looking at the like uh, the pull rate of them is ridiculous, and the pricing for them hasn't really changed as much as what last year's really go for. No. And last year's you could hit four in a fucking case of breakaway. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's just it's just, I don't understand how the market like bases. All right, let's say Ronaldo is probably the only one. You know, he's probably basically going for good money, but the rest are going for very, very average coin. Because I think because no one's really paying attention to them because they are so rare. Yeah. Like, they're a rare product. If you if you just change the Color Blast card to a Manga, for example, in this year's Prism, have them the same pull rate only in Hobby, but instead of a Color Blast, it was a Manga. They would now be three times as expensive. But because they were so saturated the year before... The market mm. dropped down. No one's getting that excited over them because you don't see them. And you, so you don't really chase them. If you get one, it's a bonus. Yeah. But no one's out there. There's no no one's beating down the door to say, I'm trying to set collect the color blast this year because you can't get them. It's a, it's a fruitless chase trying to set collect one. Some of them have only um, popped up once yeah. or twice. Yeah. Like it's just they're, they're so hard to hit that no one is paying them any notice. No one's paying them any interest. And that is what drives the the price of a product at the end of the day is the fact that um, how many people want to chase that um, particular type of card. 
um, regardless of what it is. So, yeah, yeah I think if they, I think they needed to, if they were going to make them only in hobby and only rare, they should have done a different insert, a different type of insert of some sort, because the color blast thing had already sort of run its race the year before by having three or four of them pop up in cases of breakaway sometimes. Yeah, it's true. I've only seen one of the Tony Color Blast pop up, and but it was in a BGS 8, so I didn't buy it because I didn't want an 8, and I've never seen one pop up again, so I should have just fucking bought it. What's the, what do you think the rate is on them? Oh, it's very fucking... They said one, one in eight. One, eight, eight, eight. one in eight cases or so. I think I've done about 45 cases now, and I think I've done seven or eight. <laughs> but, Ron, how, how many one-on-ones have you hit at a hobby? Uh, zero. <laughs> Uh, I've heard one. I've heard yeah. one. <laughs> I've heard one, and I've done about two cases, maybe. <laughs> every breaker in Australia has hit one. For yeah. every breaker in Australia, bro, doesn't matter if they've done four boxes or they've done fucking yeah, but, two cases. Uh, well, every well, other well, how, many, how many Mbappe on card orders have you hit? True, uh, true. Just the one. <laughs> Lovely. There's probably no one else in Aussie who said that, eh? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start just ripping cases of personal prison hobby now. Until <laughs> you hit one, you, you're yeah. due. Yeah. Well, Marco, I don't know if you know, but next week I'll be doing a PSG box personal on the page. I saw you were buying one, and you were like contemplating to save it or to personal. No, nah, well, I've had a discussion earlier tonight, and I think we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break it. So yeah, awesome. We're gonna awesome. chase that super fractor. So. We're yes. gonna do it. Someone's gonna be a good it. watch. Someone's yeah, gonna hit it, and why not yeah. in Australia? So. Why not you, eh? Why not? Why not? <laughs> I wonder how many boxes have been opened. Uh, from from roughly what I've what what I've watched so far, I've seen twenty two boxes opened. Yeah, and this I've only another... seen I've only seen well, I've seen one red and Mbappe, but apparently two have been pulled. I've seen two gold Mbappes, uh, but apparently three have been pulled. I've only seen one to 20 Mbappe. Um, so, wow. I mean, still, I mean, even if you hit that to 20, like you're still getting your box money back, basically. And that, a PSA 8 sold for like 15k US. So, could be I mean, another Logo Man situation with the NBA. It could, it could be. If Drake if Drake comes in and starts buying them, you never know. <laughs> well, it gives you the but there's the thing of, you know, there's only two hundred and seventy boxes, so you know, do you hold or do you break it? You know, it's the risk, it's the gamble in, in the in the product. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. But yeah, we should be opening that next Friday. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Awesome. Love it. So while we're talking about sealed product, I know we've touched on it already, but I wanted to know from Marco what product accessibility is like um, in terms of sealed for you. I know we talked about tops being a long time, but how is it in general yeah. for everything? Yeah, so tops is horrific. It's non-existent. There's no, I don't think, tops don't supply any businesses in New Zealand. Uh, we have one Panini supplier uh, and that's it. Like it's, it's so rare to get products. Um, I have to, like go to the United States pretty much and just get all my product from there. But I mean, most people have to anyway. Who do you use mainly, DA? Um, I sometimes when they have a big sale on, I'll use DA. Um, but mostly I try just get things on auction or I've, uh, you know, like LCSs and stuff like lesser known places that uh, have trouble selling football products. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like DNA though. I prefer DNA over blowout. I've definitely spent 
way more money on DNA than I have on Blowout. Love it. Um, yeah. I know you're but, also the king of Futera. So what do you yes. think? Yes. <laughs> yes, I love Futera. I don't know why. For some reason, I just thought it's just so like a, it's it's like Inception, but on steroids. To be honest, it's so scarce. Um, it might be, you know, I don't know. For some reason, I just I just love Futera, and I does does I mean, the unlicensed does the unlicensed like worry you at all, like when you're opening it or. For some reason, it sells like crazy. People love Futera. Um, I just fell in love with it when I watched today. And then, I mean, you look at it now when it came out, um, whenever it was, say July, like you were picking up boxes for 600 US. They're like a thousand US now. Like that stuff just gets so limited. If you look at last year's Futera boxes, there's none on eBay. You couldn't find one if you tried. Like Futera is really big though in the US. Like they just love Futera. They love Leaf. Yeah. That's just Cyrus. Yes, Cyrus Like I was saying to you the other day, Rod, that that chick, uh, Miss Sportscar, <laughs> she is massive on Futera. Like every post is about Futera. Her cards are all Futera. Yeah. And she's one of the bigger hobbyists in the in the US. So it, I, I mean I, I, love the, of that. I think the I, good I like Futera is but... very, very good. The good in yeah. Futera is very, very, very good. Um, mm. It's got a lot of filler and a lot of random shit, but the good in Futera is as good as any other product. Mm. Um, I like the hot so really random as like clock one of one auto, like shit like oh, that's so cool. Shit we like called a Pat so Jennings cool. one of one auto. Like who's Pat Jennings, you know? Like one of one yeah. auto for him, so crazy, but well, it random. is true. They had a great, uh, yeah, what's Potter. it called? Graham Potter, Graham yeah. Potter. One, one, yeah, one. I saw yeah, that. That is sick. so nice. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, Cyrus, like, I think Futira sold him 50 cases of the unique product, like, just pre-sales, before it hit the market. Like, I don't agree with that, obviously. I think that's feral. Um, he certainly doesn't need the, you know, extra product for sure, you know. But uh, it is what it is. I got, I, got off of I got off of that yesterday. Jurgen Klopp, eh? Whoa. Oh, that's is that the one of one room? Yeah. yeah. So when that initially went up for sale, I tried to buy that for 2000 US. Um, and I think that's what the guy wow. told me in. But what's he asking now? Because I'm pretty sure he's asking like almost double. Three. Three. Yeah, he's asking. Woo! Yeah. So the, thing about, the thing about Cyrus is, though, like, the guy opens cases like it's going out of fashion, you know. He, how many eminence cases did he do? He did, like, fucking 100 or something, like. Yeah. yeah. Those were from time, I, still, I feel like. Like, that's what does. They open fucking, like, 100 cases of impeccable, you know, like, stupid shit yeah. like that. It's, I mean, it's good if you're, um, if you're loaded and you're cashed up, but, I mean, for the average breaker or buyer... I mean, you can get in a few, but he's just, yeah, he's crazy, really. Yeah, he is crazy. But it's just not fair that he gets, like, uh, he doesn't have to go through a, a middleman to get through Tira. He oh, gets yeah, 100%. Direct. I don't, I don't like, agree with that. He gets a direct. That's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Not, it's not just for Tira, though. It's every product. Like, every yeah. product. I guess has. that just is him. I mean, the benefit he got from doing, he, 
he was just there at the right time, at the right place, and that's the benefit he got. I don't agree with it, but yeah, look, he, yeah. He, was grind, he was grinding. He was grinding ten years ago, and guys, and he still grinds. Like he still breaks ten hours a night, six nights a week, and yeah. busts his ass. And the guys like that, I've, I've, I, I'd sit here and go, you know what? He earned it. Um, the guys like Grayson that were doing it ten years ago, when you know, having probably days when no one walked into the shop and just busting his ass when it wasn't in vogue. Great. Let him enjoy it. The one, the shit that annoys me is the guys who are pure NBA breakers and then get 10 cases of impeccable soccer. And what, what about no FOMO? Interest. Sorry? What about FOMO? FOMO. Yeah, that, like, for me, I think that these guys that are getting... All the MB- I, I try and go and I still don't get a single box of allocation, single box of distribution. And yet I'm buying off guys who have got no remote interest in soccer except for the fact they're going to be. I, I paid two and a half grand for boxes of impeccable off guys that I know were paying 900 to a grand wholesale. And, and yet you're still selling every break. And then, but these are, these are guys who are who I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars with. And I'll say, you know, try and do me a favor. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do you a favor. I'll sell it to you for 100 bucks less than everyone else. And what do I do? What do I do? I say, yep, thank you. Touch my yep, toes and touch another one. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a, that, that frustrates me. I've got nothing against the guys who are working and grinding and, and breaking the product. But the guys who purely because of a grandfathered relationship that they've had um, and inherit it and do nothing to try and actually maintain it, um, they get all this soccer allocation, it just kills me. Yeah, true. Um, Guy also asked about Leaf. I know we were talking about Leaf in the group chat the other day. Leaf? Um, yeah. Sorry, can I start um, this one? Of course, Kim. So Leaf <laughs> is literally tops fucking autos that, that have been rejected. <laughs> it's massive in America. They fucking froth over it. And, and don't get me wrong, <laughs> Leaf is literally like providing us with the cards that we dream of. Quad Auto, Haaland, Pele, um, you know, like Messi. They're just ridiculous cards, but it's just still unlicensed. Like, don't I just get annoyed when I see like kits with no nothing on it? I, I don't know. Like for me, I don't. I don't see where the the value is, you know, obviously, like Rod said the other day, you were saying about if they were to get sort of Zidane autos or something like yeah. that, that would be a good buying point for them because they've got something that no one else has. But they're just producing the same autos that I could go and get from a Tops product or a Panini product that's officially licensed. Um, I don't know. For me, man, Leaf is just, it'd be a fun rip if it was a cheap rip. But it's not a fucking cheap rip. It, as no. Rob was telling me what they cost them a box the other day, and I was like, "What the fuck?" The, the new like five hundred US for a box. US box, man. For uh, to, to be, to be fair, they do that. like um, they do have lots of these like fourteen to fifteen year old rookie autos that you've never <laughs> heard of before, yeah. <laughs> which is a, yeah. technically a selling point because they won't hit Panini for like three or four years if they're going to be someone. But, but like. Fair Fair enough on that. Yeah, point. yeah. It's still like it's unlicensed. It's like somebody, you know, you go to, for example, I've got this 15 year old auto of a rookie. He's now 18. He's just gotten his first start for buying Munich or some shit. And I go to sell it, and the guy's like, well, it's not even a licensed auto, so I'm not going to pay you fuck all for it, basically. <laughs> you know, 
Personally, for me, it's a fun rip if you could afford to rip it. Other than that, I don't see any like any reason to invest or hold any of the product itself. Yeah. Just for a quick example on sale prices, Messi patch orders from Leaf selling uh, to 10, selling for like 700 USD, where the same in a Tops or a Panini card is going at like three and a half grand. So Yeah. Yeah. Are we all nonsense for collecting pictures of Musiala and Chevy Simons? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Just you guys. I think they had Just in the more. new metal set there was some fourteen year old from United, like so <laughs> why? so yeah. Why? Some rookie auto. I don't know why, but that does seem crazy. illegal. Yeah, <laughs> but again, that's that the point that they're trying to use as a selling point, you know, which is which yeah. is fine. I mean, if credit to them if they can get that to sell their product, and they've got a big support um, in the US. Some people buy Leaf; it's a big product over there. So, um, credit to them for selling it. Again, same with Futera. I've actually personally prefer Futera over Leaf. Um, yeah. I've been in Futera breaks, so I know the products. I, I know the product, but Leaf just looks cheap. Like I don't know, is it just me, or does it just look? Yeah, like they cheap? they didn't do a great yeah. job of the design. But the, the, the insert and the, um, the variations of it just look cheap. Like I, yeah. you know what it reminds me of? Man, Where man. you will put twenty cents in one of those um, <laughs> like gumball machines, you, turn, you open the fucking ball and get like a cheap rip off toy. Like, yeah. When I think of yeah. Leaf, that's what I think of. Yeah, Futera definitely nailed the card designs compared to Leaf. Oh, um, yeah. At least Futera put a bit of effort in with the gold plates, and they've yeah. got the descriptions on the back. Um, yeah. They might not be. Yeah. They might not be. Uh, oh, they've done a much better job. Whatever than the word is, but yeah, for sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Leaf is pretty expensive. But I was gonna try buy some of those metal boxes to break because it seemed like one in every three boxes was you were hitting some insane auto like Halan, Ronaldo, quad auto, but then I saw they are five hundred US won't touch but, it. But but think about this, right? So you're you're getting a quad auto, right? A quad auto yeah. of Messi, Ronaldo, Haland and I don't know, well whoever the last person Genio or something. Uh, Pele. Yeah. Like the most ridiculous quad auto. If that was a Panini quad or a Tops product, you're looking at a fucking like <laughs> at least a six figure card. It's just, you know, and, and I, can go I can go buy that quad auto to six for probably five grand US. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's not going to be fuck all compared to. Probably like, if that's, a product, that's ridiculously priced. Like it'll be good money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we think about having coach cards in Prism? I know NBA did it. They had coach cards and coach autos, like managers. Um, what do you think about having that in Prism? Manager autos. I saw there was a Brennan Rogers auto. Yeah. yeah uh, in real life. Uh, is, that, is, that the, is that the only one? I haven't looked at the... That's chicken. the only one. It's the most yeah, random. It's so random. Oh, yeah. It is so a, random. A guy on Instagram today, a Leicester, um, Leicester Instagram guy, he posted he had the gold Rogers, he had the red Rogers. He already had like three of the lowest numbered ones. Amazing. Yeah. Is he the only manager with an order? Yes. That's, That's so, so strange. 
Well, I, I think, think it would be a good addition. I would, I would genuinely love, I would genuinely love, like, if there was Conte autos, Clock autos, Mourinho autos, like, genuine superstar managers. Yeah. I don't even think it would matter what club they were from. Um, imagine, yeah, pulling out a Sir Alex Ferguson auto or um, yeah. anything like that. Even in high-end product, if they did it, just like Impeccable mm. and they had on-cards for managers, but they were only serialed to 10 or something. For each they, had the, they, had the, they had the women's coach in Immaculate. Yeah, they did. Pochettino as well. Pochettino, but that thing, what's Pochettino? Who is he? Fucking. Oh, they had, um, what's his name? Um, oh, fuck, I've got Ben, ben Mee. Uh, ben Mee. Ben Mee's a manager card. <laughs> I'd love a Ben Mee card at the moment. He's our best centre back. <laughs> but yeah, I think, again, it's Panini just having the right idea, but their execution isn't always on, on tick. I saw um, NFL have coach tickets, just like rookie tickets in Chronicles. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Graham, Graham Potter, Chelsea yeah. rookie. That'd be sick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. They'd yeah, have they have to, they'd, have, they'd have to release the product in about the four months he's going to be employed, though. Yeah, he's not going to last long. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Jeez. What a strange move for Potter. I mean, the cash is good. They, they, put, they showed what wage he's going to be on, so yeah. the cash is good. He's making ten million a year. Yeah, you'd do it, wouldn't you? <laughs> you went from Brighton to Chelsea for ten million a year. Are you going every time? Yeah, yeah you like hundred percent. You have to I go. I do feel bad for Brighton though. Like I would have liked to see how he finished a year with him because I think he would have stuck in the top eight. So that's like winning. That's like coming of the draft and not picking McKinley his Buffet winner. <laughs> yeah, you should have gone for the Di Maria. Left the, uh, <laughs> yeah, true. I think Jevy Simons will hold long-term value, actually, over a Bebe. To be honest, playing? I actually hope I pull a really short print Chubby Simons in my, uh, in my box. He scored six goals in six games for PSV. He's a PSV, he's right? Yeah. PSV. Hey, I, got his, I got his number to 10 Futera card. Headliners. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. He's doing very well to be fair. He, he's carrying PSV at the moment, like yeah. carrying them big time. Him and, him and Gekpo are just phenomenal. Yeah, just phenomenal. That's mm. just for Guy Embry. What's that one? That's Stevie. Yeah, oh, the Stevie. Those legend autos are such a good addition. They are sick. So good. Yeah, they are good. Stadium definitely nailed it. Yeah. Big time. All right, we're going to move to a question that someone put to us who they wanted the answer for. It's um, explaining and guidance on trading and selling for beginners. So pricing cards without comps, trading securely, and the best avenues for selling and trading. I know Anthony wanted to speak about this, so we'll start with you. All right, so I guess we'll Let's touch on the... Get away, top up. Yeah, all right, mate. Um, we'll touch on the first point, I guess. So what was the first point? Um, the best avenues on trading and selling, or, or you can do pricing cards without comps. Well, pricing cards without comps. So, I mean, the, the best way we will, we, uh, we do this is obviously through 130 point. Try and find a player of an equivalent, you know, stature. So, I mean, if we're talking throw a player, I mean, let's, let's, uh, Musiala. throw anyone. Nuno Mendes. Who? Musiala. Nuno Mendes. 
<laughs> All right, Musiala, let's work with that. All right, let's, let's be honest. He doesn't have an auto in his rookie, but if we're going to base his rookie on someone, we're probably going to be close now to Pedri because he is absolutely killing it. Um, so, you know, if I can't find a base comp for, say, let's say Musiala to 50 um, from top spiners, let's say, uh, I'm going to look up Pedri to 50 because he's probably on par with him at the moment. And his price range should either be with that or above. Um, if I'm looking for a uh, comp on somebody you don't really know, uh, an absolute nobody who has no sold card, barely any product out there, that's probably when it gets the toughest. You can basically just put a price, put a price on it, put OBO or best offer. If uh, somebody will throw an offer at you, if you're happy to take it, you know, it, it, even if it's below below what you think the card's valued, if you're still happy to take it or um, make a counter offer or something like that. Like, like uh, there's a lot of sales on 130 coin, created by the great man Lane Pierce. There's plenty of, um, of sales through that now through PWCC, not only just eBay. So look up a card of a player of an equivalent stature. And then of the same variant. So, you know, if you're looking up to 50, look up the same plan to 50. You'll get an, a sort of a roundabout price. You don't have to use that comp. Comps are just there as a guide. They aren't the law, as we say. There are people who like to abide exactly by the comp, but that is bullshit. We don't abide just by the comp. You can literally make, um, make your own price. You know, if you're for a quick sale, people are going to be more so going to sell um, for what a market price is. Um, use that as your as your um, bargaining chip. Try and cuckoo Merlin to fifty auto as an example on stream. Well, in cuckoo last year, absolutely tore it up. Let's he was just he was killing it, and his pricing still isn't too bad. Um, if we're talking Merlin, though, that's a tough one, to be honest. Has he got anything on his comp? And Cuckoo cards have been selling really well recently, I think. Yeah, because he actually doesn't sell too badly compared They've to what really some well. players are selling. There's a gold, there's a gold um, from 2021. Bundesliga, that's 250 USD, so I would probably start there. Yeah, well, again, there's your, there's your starting point, you know. So even if you couldn't find that to 50, right, say let's say there's it to 75 or uh, to 99, you know, just use – break it down a little bit. You know, the, the to 99 sold for 130 USD. Well, in my terms, I think, well, the to 50 is probably going to sell for almost double of that. So start at 240. Work your way from that and negotiate. Again, it's going to come down to – the seller, uh, the buyer, sorry, um, who you're, you're negotiating with. There are people who are willing to pay more than comps. I myself have paid more than comps on multiple cards um, because I want the card and I don't want to lose it, so I don't take the risk. Recently, I paid 4000 Australian for a Garvey to 23 rookie ticket PSA 10, but to be honest, I actually thought that was a pretty good price, although that's what they were happy with with taking they wanted i offered them lower at the start they were happier than that i still thought i got a good deal 
Um, some people are going to pay more. Some people are going to pay less. You just got to. It's what you're happy with at the end of the day. Love it. Um, yeah, I mean, you summed it up quite well for pricing cards about comps. So well done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the second part of that question was trading and selling securely. So. This is mainly for beginners. So people who've just joined breaks, they've got their MJ's mail day. They don't want half of it. What's the best way for them to sell it? Well, you've got multiple avenues to use for sales. You've got Facebook, you've got Instagram, you've got eBay, you've got auction houses. Again, we've touched on this in the past. Auction houses are four big cards, four cards that are five figures or more. I wouldn't waste my time with anything less. Um, but if you're going about the, especially the trades, let's talk secure trades, right? Recently, I've been doing some high-end trades and I've been taking some big risks. Um, but if you want to do a secure trade, for example, we've got we've got our Soccer Cards page, Soccer Cards Australia. Hit up one of the admins and say, listen, I'm looking to do a trade with Abu. I don't trust him because he's a dodgy cunt. Um, <laughs> but I really want to trade this card with him. So, what, what is you know what are the avenues you can do? Well, hit up an admin and say, listen, can you please middleman this trade deal? You'll send me your card. You'll send me uh, Abu will send me his card. I'll get both cards. There are risks to this as well, obviously, you know. Um, but again, that's on the buyer and seller. So when the cards come to me, I then send them to the other person. For example, that's a secure way of doing a trade. Who's <laughs> not even here? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, he's the first person that popped into my mind. So anyway, this is a big way of doing a poor trade. Um, again, you can take the risk if you, you know, the person, another way is getting vouchers. Get the person to put up a post on Facebook on a group. It could be our group. It could be one of the international pages and just literally write, um, just looking to get vouchers um, for so-and-so. We're looking to do a high-end trade. Um, people will comment, yep, done sales with this guy. He's legit, um, awesome in the community. You can even, this is what I've done in the past. If I'm usually going to deal with someone in a certain group, I'll click on their profile in the group. It'll show me what they've actually posted over the, the time they've been in the group. I'll see all their posts, all their sales, all their trades, everything. I you feeling only we can do that. No, no I, I, I can do that in any group. I can, yeah, I can do it in any group. I didn't know that. Yep. And I use that to... Hey, Hannah. <laughs> She's wearing her soccer cards at Charlie. Hey. <laughs> 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 I'm going to the gym. Um, George makes you wear that, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> rod. So, so basically, you can click on someone's profile in any group. So let's just say we're in our Soccer Breakers, FC. Um, I'm in that group. I'm looking to do a deal with a guy. I click on his name in the group. It'll show me exactly the sales and the posts that he's done uh, in the group prior to, to, to us talking. And if I can see that he's done, you know, he's, he's pretty, he's been around, he's, he's uh, done all the deals. That gives me faith to think, yeah, okay, this guy's good. But again, people have scammed people for less. So you're always got to be wary. Use your initiative, do your research, and if you need help, use an admin. That's what most people have been. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. So, you can actually here click we go. 
Actually, I'll do it through this way. So when you scroll through, so we'll find Mr. Nick Egan. Uh, yep. got his little badge. You can so click on, on me. profile. And then you've got group posts. Now, anyone can do this. I've just picked our group, but anyone can do this. You can go and see Nick did a sale here. He um, is looking for that. He did a sale here. He's got sales going all the time. You check through it and you say, yep, next legit or next not legit. Correct. Um, if you Super go legit. into blokes, look, blokes garage sale. So this guy, Kevin, right? Kevin looks Kevin's getting close. a random shout out. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, Kevin. But if you're interested in buying Kevin's seven drift bikes and trailer, <laughs> uh, someone <laughs> might be actually. <laughs> that was incredible. Um, you can see that he was also selling a business that was the same sort of thing. Um, but that's it. That's all he's got. So you would find more um, vouchers for Kevin if you wanted to buy his drift bikes because there's just nothing else there. There's no more data. I mean, uh, shout out Kevin. Tell him you came from the podcast if you buy his shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we go into somewhere like Soccer Breakers. the tank. <laughs> there's somewhere like Soccer Breakers. Um, which we all know and love, of course. Um, Dexter Wong is a good one. So Dexter is doing a sale. Dexter's obviously incredibly well-known. The guy that sold Georgie, he's one of one, Tony, I think. He is. So you can click through. You can go, oh, yeah, Dexter was on the 3rd of September. Two weeks ago, he was selling a Maradona. He's doing this Singapore card social thing. So they're um, all of Marco's friends, in fact. Yes, sir. The... Um, <laughs> Very quickly, you can see the guy's got dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of posts. Right. Yeah, you can see he's legit. Yeah, this yeah. guy looks pretty legit. Yeah, so just do your research on people. I mean, I, I would say hopefully more than 90% of the people in our group are all, all safe. We can't filter everyone and we can't catch everyone, but 90% of the people in our group should be fine, but do your research. The best, yeah, the best advice we can give is literally just do your research. You know, don't rush into a deal. Ask around if you're like, I have a lot of messages every day. Hey, man, have you dealt with this guy? Is he legit? And most of the time, it's somebody I have. I've done a deal. I've done deals with plenty of people on him. So a lot of the time I can say, yeah, done a deal with him. He's all good. And I'm vouching for that person. And if an admin is vouching for that person, usually I'll put my trust in that person. And, you know, let's say 99 times out of 100, they'll be safe. Um there is the odd time where somebody who was a legitimate seller goes down and strays down the, the wrong path. Uh, it's happened a few times and we've taken action on those people. But especially when you're doing an international deal, vouchers is 100% um, something I do, especially if I'm doing uh, you know, a three and a half, four thousand 4,000 USD plus deal. That's something that I just do, no matter who they are. You know, even if I know they're a legitimate seller, I still want to see and make sure that they've actually dealt with enough people where I can say to myself, because, you know, some people don't want to do GNS, but I prefer to do goods and services through PayPal because I know I'm safe and I've been scammed in the past. So I want to make sure that my money's safe. I'm spending a lot of money on a piece of cardboard. Um, so I want to make sure that I'm going to get that cardboard. Yeah. And um, be able to resell that cardboard at a later date. So yeah, <laughs> that just uh, 
how I look at the situation. Yeah, and another thing to keep in mind on that is PayPal GNS should always be an option. If people only want FNF or bank transfer or pay ID, definitely vouch, uh, find a vouch post for them first or ask an admin or something. Don't just pay FNF to randoms. That is where you'll get stung. So, uh, Ian says, my first sale was to Singapore and you guys helped me build confidence and understanding for that. So I reckon that was a sale that he did with um, Ted. I think his name is T. H. Yeah. Um, and, and I've done multiple deals with him and Ian contacted me about it and I said look he's a good guy I've done plenty of deals with him you should be fine and again they were fine and the deal went through and everything was good Scammed yeah. and on, on deals on deals like it doesn't even need to be trades to use a middleman um, I've been middleman for some people who are just buying and selling a car and it I did one with a Jude Bellingham. I think it was a Jude Bellingham Bundesliga Auto to 99 or something. And, you know, it was a decent sized car. It was a five, six, I think it might have been like a $700 car at the time. It was a while ago. And the guy selling it was a, he wasn't sketchy, but he didn't have vouchers and he was, um, un, the guy buying it was unsure. So he reached out to me and I said, look, tell him to send me the card. When I get the card, I'll check the card. If it's legit, you can then pay him. Once he says he's, that you've paid him, I'll send you the card, um, acting as a middleman that way. Card come to me, and I can't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure it was like come from Tassie, and it was like plain white envelope, just a top loader. The card was half hanging out the top loader. It had damage on the back of the card, um, and I'd said to the guy, look, this is the card. This is how it's turned up. You haven't packaged it right. There is some damage to the back of the card. You've got to work this out, and the guy ended up copying a $300 hit um i remember that actually yeah i remember that yeah yeah the card was just yeah it had this damage on the back so he ended up agreeing with the guy to pay 400 instead of 700 they worked it out i flicked it over to the new buyer and everyone turned out happy but without having that middleman um and look the guy that was selling the card didn't do it on purpose um he was very very green in the hobby he didn't know what he was doing and there's not always malicious intent involved it can just be um you know, people being silly, but I would always recommend videoing you unpacking any high-end cards. That always helps. Yeah, um, always do prove. that. It becomes a he said, she said. Whenever I sell a high-end card, whenever <laughs> I middleman a high-end card, I will video it and then I'll demand they video it unpacking. I'll say, if you do not video yourself unpacking this package, and I'll sign over the sticky tape so that I can tell if the sticky tape's been resealed or whatever. Um, I'll say, if you don't, videotape yourself unpacking this card, you lose any right to then say that the card was damaged or that there was an issue with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, as long as you're very careful with it all, there's, there's a real, there's, there's very, it's very easy to protect yourself. Um, there's always going to be scammers out there looking to get one up on people and it is unavoidable at times. Um, but yeah, you just do what you can. Absolutely. That, uh, pretty, pretty much answers the question. All right, we're going to move to a segment that we're calling Hobby Headlines. It's probably our first segment. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about this month's releases. So I know we've touched on Merlin already, so we probably don't need to talk about that as much. But Inception and National Treasures. Who would like to start on Inception and what they think? Anthony loves his Inception. <laughs> uh, I am calling this to be product of the year because... Oh, okay. Quad, quad Auto Booklet. I mean, official, sorry, quad auto booklet. 
I just can't see how the fuck this is not going to be absolutely mental. Um, obviously, they're probably going to do dual autos again. Inception last year was absolutely fucking mental. And I just think they're going to top it this year. Personally, I haven't seen much of the product yet. They've only just started releasing it. Um, I saw somebody doing a resale post today. I think it was like 820 bucks for two boxes or something, USD. Um, so I just, I mean, you can see Inception, but Jewel Messi Ronaldo Auto sold for, well, for 135,000 US for a product that released at, two, uh, what was it, 150 pounds or something, a box? Um, yeah, yeah know, just absolutely crazy. Plenty of value in it. It's a, it's a great rip. I think I think it's a really good rip for breakers. Like, it's a great... Um, you, you get it look like, you know, you get a lot of filler product, but this is like one of those products where you use to sell the break. It's a selling point. You know, you might chuck in a couple of boxes of this, a couple of boxes of that, one box of Inception, but that box of Inception is what people are going to be sitting on the edge of their seats to see. Yeah, the fact that you can put Quad Auto with, uh, what is it, Messi, Iniesta, Chavi, and someone else, like, just fucking nuts. Um... So for me, I think I haven't seen it open yet, but I, I reckon it's going to take product of the year over Obsidian. That's just a good for me. Were those quad orders numbered to like four or something? Though? There's different. So, yeah. The, the issue with tops is when tops do a checklist, they don't tell you what the parallels are. Mm. So they'll tell you what parallels are available for a certain type of card, but they won't tell you the specifics of each card, whereas Panini do. Penny will say, Impeccable, for example, KDB's got five different autos in Impeccable. So in reality, he's only got 30 or 40 autos in the entire set. Someone that's got one card number to 99 has twice as many. Tops don't do that, and they don't do that on purpose. The, the Inception checklist is twice as big as last year. Um, and again, it's until the product drops and we know what the drop rate's going to be like, um, because I don't have any faith whatsoever in tops that they're going to have it anywhere near what it was but, last year. But, Rod, in saying that, the fact that they've... All right, so let's say the, the checklist is doubled, right? They've got cards that they didn't have last year. They didn't have Jaws. They didn't have quad booklets. Yeah. They didn't have yeah. these extra um, anomaly cards that, you know, last year was just basically like... You knew exactly what you were getting in every... In every box bar if you hit a packed auto by chance mm -hmm. which i don't even think yeah. we pulled one in all mm -hmm. the inception boxes we broke and you're talking about mm -hmm. I, I saw the the anthony i think it was anthony's patch auto one of one with ajax symbol like something like that the fact that they've actually branched <laughs> out because last year i don't think they had many patch autos apart from obviously messi um, and some of the bigger players, but it seems this year that... I think they had two. I think they had two, but the, the issue comes to pad, whether they're padding the checklist or not because yeah. at the end of the day, Haaland has autos in every single Tops product this year. Yeah. He has one or yeah, two. Yeah, but how many autos does he have in every single Tops checklist? That's, and that's the issue. Like, how many of these booklets are there going to be? Yeah. Is there going to be five of each booklet in a print run of 12,000 boxes? Yeah. And then we're going to have this continuous chase. It's like... I've opened four cases of Chrome Hobby in a row without hitting a single red. Yeah. Like, if you if you're if you're going through, I've just ordered twenty boxes of Inception. I think I hope it's going to be amazing, 
But if we go through those 20 boxes and don't hit a single booklet, well, they may as well not even be on the checklist, like the Haaland autos, like the Messi and CR7 autos, to be honest. But, but doesn't that just add to the hype, add to the chase, the fact that they're, they're so short? And that if you do, like, let's, for example, let's say when you hit the finest, the Messi to five auto mm-hmm. price football. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You have, did you hit any other Messi in that auto? Not in finest, not in so, tops. Again, that was a fucking momentous moment. Like, Correct. a freak, a freaky hit. And then you hit the auto in inception twice over in like the same fucking week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, but so I don't know if that's going to happen it this year. For those situations to become something more, it's something that we chase. Um, it's the reason why we buy into these products. I don't want to buy into an inception knowing that I can hit a booklet every fucking break. Because there's a sweet spot for it. I think there's, if they are too rare, people just give up on chasing them. But if they come up every now and then, they keep people yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, but that's the thing. Like you're saying, like there's, so for example, the rookie stickers that were in Chrome, everyone got excited. What are these framed rookie stickers? Have they hit one yet? Roman's opened 25 cases of Chrome Hobby. And has not hit one. Rod, you've so opened what's the 40 point? cases of Prism and haven't hit a one-on-one. <laughs> like, yeah, no, but that's but that's that thing. So what's the point of, like, Color Blast? Color Blast are, uh, are not worth money because you can't hit them. Like, we had that discussion that, mm. you know, the, the, the booklets are fantastic. And if they exist to 10 or to 15, like, you, you're talking extremes. Like, the CR7's in Impeccable. We're, the CR7 drops in Impeccable just about to bang on. Yeah. You get one in every five or six cases. They exist. Yes, they were fucking redemptions, which is annoying, but they exist. They're there. They're a reasonable chase. I think they when did well talking, with that. I actually do think When you're talking two or three autos in an entire product's print run, that is beyond like, like I said, I can think of one. I've watched a shitload of breaks and I've opened a shitload of product. I can think of one Harland I've seen hit in 21, 22 product. Well, you look at you look at Inception last year, right? Uh, Haaland had six autos, five, yeah, five to five, and one of one. That's it. Yeah, there is no yeah. other auto in that set of him. So you know you hit one of the six autos in Inception of Haaland. You know when you're looking at it like that, it it does add the value to the card, but yet yeah, because but that's what, what you're doing is there's still going to be five, and 99% of the breakers in the world would not have hit a Haaland. I got lucky I hit one. Next year, there's still five, but there's twice as many boxes. Yeah. Like, the the, the constant is staying constant, and the print run is going whack. Mm. So I think that Tops may not do it. They might surprise us and go, you know what? They've worked like um, Panini did with Impeccable and, Incep- and um, Obsidian where they've gone, we're not going to blow the print run out of the water. We're going to keep it as a concise one. I don't know anyone that actually successfully brought a box of Inception from Tops. Um, the big suppliers have got them, um, but I don't know any average Joe who actually got a box it's from Tops. damn bots again. I stayed up yeah. for like 40 hours over numerous weeks to try to get a box, and I was right on it on the second they dropped, yeah. and I, I missed out as well. It's all them balls. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it doesn't, there's got to be, there's a chase, and the chases are going to be brilliant, and the cards are beautiful. They are my favorite. It was my favorite release last year. 
But the way Tops have done the print runs on some of their products this year, I will reserve judgment until we see. Because if you're opening 100 boxes to hit one booklet and the Messi... How many products have come out and the only Messi, Ronaldo or um, Haaland we've seen has been the one of one? But having the one of one in there means they can put it on a checklist. They can pad that checklist. If they turn around and said to us, guys, there's five Haaland autos, there's five Messi autos, and there's five CR7 autos, great. I'd, yeah, happily, yeah, go in and chase. That's what Panini do. Um, but Tops, Tops have a habit of padding it. Just they for just the tell you they're there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, they exist. From a small breaker's point of view, I've been, I managed to get in contact with someone who has bots and he wants to resell all his Inception to me. Uh, at I think 400 US, like I'm probably passing on it with just one numbered card. Or may, yeah. there might be two numbered cards this year and one auto. Like I'm not going to lie, I've watched quite a few of Rod's breaks on YouTube for evidence and John Stones and the the, the, the return for American, the price. American Laporte. Yeah, Laporte. The return for the price, like for someone like me, I just okay. can't. Okay. It would break my heart to break that um, for seven $800 and you get – a numbered nobody and a shit auto. Yeah, long um, life. I have to, I have to pass on Inception to be honest. For me, at least. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those products, right? Where it's either incredible or just dog shit, and there's nothing Basically, in the middle. Yeah, uh, it's. No. I guess I mean, the ceiling would be higher. Way, I, I think. It's so, an yeah, all numbered product, really. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. The product of the year, according to Anthony, though. So we'll wait and see. What about Road to Qatar? National Treasures. First time we're seeing National Treasures in a while. Um, does the logo kill it for everyone? 100%. Yeah. A little bit. Do you think it would yeah. be more desirable and more people will be buying it if the logo wasn't there? All they had to do was put the logo on the back. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm going to pull a one-on-one messy uh, patch auto, and there's a fucking stupid diamond on the front. Three <laughs> as well. It's not even a good yeah. diamond. <laughs> like, it just doesn't yeah. look good. No. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. For me, it, I, I, I like the, the fact that they're branching back out to bring out high-end product, and the fact that National Treasures is making a comeback. It's awesome. I love it, but I really hate the fact that they made a road to Qatar. Will we see on-card orders? I don't think so. Not for national treasures. No, I don't think so. Either. I hope so, but yeah, I hope so, yeah. but I don't. I think there'll there'll probably be some wanky ones. They'll they'll save it like, for eminence. Yeah, like for octane. sure. They'll be like they'll be like some octanes or whatever they. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Just one subset or something. Yeah, yeah. So I the... don't, yeah, I don't. I don't see them doing the fact that they've released already, like you know, images of Messi with a sticker auto just fucking turns me off. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that Mbappe already has PSG sticker autos in um, the Tops product makes me think, well, why the fuck can't you have sticker autos in the NT product? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that they won't do it much in that product especially for players i don't know about prism i think prism will still be sticker too but i think they're going to save it for eminence and then hopefully 
if Flawless gets a release next year, um, yeah, that should be on card as well. Yeah, Flawless would be insane. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, it would be incredible. Um, do we think this National Treasures will sell to the same lengths the others have in terms of soccer? Yes. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Do you think that's all hype or that's people just wanting to have National Treasures cards of their favorite players? Just the it's, lack of National Treasures yeah. in the past. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, see, do you, do you think it's be one of those products where even your mediocre hits are still good hits? Like, Because I know a lot of the Inception, oh, sorry, not Inception, Impeccable, Immaculate, you can get some real dog shit cards that are worthless in those and they're big boxes. Do you think National Treasures will have those mid-range hits, but they'll be more valuable in the long run? Hundred percent. I think I think NT will actually be a lot more flooded than it has in the past. Yeah. Are you worried about the checklist? I think because it's Road to Qatar, I am worried about the checklist mm. because it's not just World Cup, and the fact that it's not just World Cup makes me think: Well, why didn't they do that, and what are they adding into it? That. Does that mean Holland could be there? It does, and that oh, should yeah. also mean that New they Zealand can have some cards, right? Yes, yeah. Yeah. I doubt it, but you never know. Yeah, hey, you know, big you Chris Wood autos. Yes, big Dick Wood. Winston Reed autos. <laughs> Massive Dick Wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ian says Impeccable is one of the best bases. I definitely agree with him. Immaculate yeah. and Impeccable have two of my favourite base cards in in all sets. Yeah, I agree. They and not just this years, but even past years. The only thing I have the problem I have with immaculate base is the to forty nine is copper. It's very ugly. I wish they did. So that, that's color. this year's yes. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Are they doing a road to the World Cup and then re releasing the World Cup set for NT or is it just a road to the World Cup? No, nah, it's just road to World Cup. Just NT. road. Road to Qatar. Right. So, road, yeah. so it's, been de- it's been delayed now, but it was supposed to come out prior to the Prism, in, uh, Prism. But now I think it's going to be released after the Prism, which is... Right. Right. It'll be, at this stage, it'll be 10 days before Prism, but okay. if Prism if Prism, get, if Prism comes out on the 3rd of November, I'll eat my hat. Well, Grayson has yeah. said... I was watching his hobby stream the other night, uh, other day, sorry, and Grayson said that they will move every product around to make sure Prism releases on the 3rd November. Mm. Yeah, because I, agree. I also agree with what guys said in the comments that they, they make the product before squads are announced. Because yeah. um, that, yeah. that means, like, most likely, right, I'm never going to see an Ivan Tony England card just because they haven't waited and they probably pre-made the squad. It's twelve to twelve to fifteen month lead time apparently. Yeah, yeah. so I'll probably never see one, but that I, I agree with Guy. It's very frustrating. Yeah, very, very frustrating. Does anyone have any other points on national treasures or final thoughts on Merlin? Even it's hard to say for national treasures really until we we don't know a we, lot. We know more about it. Yeah. There's just I'm so sure many we'll things really. Yeah. I couldn't even comment on natural treasures. There's so much stuff up in the air about it. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm it's sure just... we'll talk about it again in three weeks or a month or something. So I'm just looking forward to watching the breaks to be honest. That's about yeah. it. That's as I'll... far as I'll get. I'm looking forward to Prism. I would rather break Prism as a personal than break NT. Yeah. 
any day of the week. I agree. Because mm. you just look at the previous sets of Prism and NT, and the value in Prism is so much better. Um, World Cup Prism. Do you think we'll ever see fans of the game autos again? It's it's always possible. There's, I mean, you can't rule anything out, especially with Fnatic's going to take over soon. They might bring in and implement things that Panini never would. That's the Kobe autos? That's the Kobe autos, yeah. Who else? Is there any other ones other than Kobe? I There's a Jay-Z one. I can't remember well, if it's well, NBA actually, or soccer. Though. Sorry, there's supposed to be in prison this year, Haaland auto in prison that's a fan of the game. Is it? Yeah. And World Cup prison. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So they found a way to get his auto into the set. It was through fans of the game, Haaland Auto. I don't know if that's it's true. true. I don't know if it was true, but it, they had the whole hype around it. So, well, so but Panini haven't got Haaland Auto. Is that unless correct? Like, can you think so, of, hence why you know, it makes you think whether or not it was true? But who knows? If that's true, long term, those boxes are going to. You got to remember really though, well. you know, Haaland being at Man City. Does that give him any implement to, to, to start signing with Panini? If the rest of his team is, why not? It should make mm. it easier for him. It's an e well, Panini have EPL, so Yeah. I don't know. He's in, if he's in next year's prism, that would be awesome. Yeah. Oh, it'd be crazy. If he's not, he will be. He'll definitely be in there. It'd be nuts. Yeah. That would be, be nuts, nuts, to be fair. Fans of the game Drake auto. That would be sick. <laughs> I mean Yeah. Why that would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's the Toronto MLS team? The Whitecaps? No. No, it's Vancouver Whitecaps. Vancouver There's White a Toronto Caps. team, isn't there? Yeah, there yeah, is. The That's one who, Giovinco um, used to play for. Yeah, Giovinco's there. Oh, and um, what's his face now? Uh, Bernadeschi from your event. I can't remember what they're oh, called. Oh, yeah. Like, MLS teams yeah. have weird names. Yeah. Who knows? Fans of the game, Rod Adams' auto. I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, they're biggest, just called Toronto FC. Breakers auto. Toronto FC. Yeah. Max. <laughs> yeah. The, the ca cash out on my multi is currently 20 cents. That's a good sign, right? Jeez, take Do that. Take it. Straight away. Right. While, while we're talking about autos, we're going to move on to the Mbappe Panini deal. Um, my main question for you, does it change the value of the PSG boxes? I know we've just seen one, luckily. Um, Anthony's lucky enough to have one now. Does does the Panini deal change the value of your Mbappe to 50? It does not. It does not in the slightest because Tops is not Panini and this is Mbappe's first on-card auto. It is his first auto. It does not change the value of it in the slightest. PSG boxes are a 270 limited edition set. People who think that if they flood Panini with their autos, with sticker autos and whatnot, it's going to change its value. It will not change anything, honestly. Like, anyone who thinks that is... I don't think it's going to. Um, you know, Tops limited Haaland autos in every set. Um, he doesn't have anything in Panini. He's still got good value. But I, I, I just don't see, you know, even if, um, let's say uh, when Eminence comes out, Mbappe has on-card autos, I still don't think that will change his PSG set. Because, again, it's his first auto. 
it is basically what you could, I mean, you could say is his rookie auto. He's never had an autograph before. So I think that that will, not because I pulled one tonight, all right, it's got nothing <laughs> to do with it. Um, this was my view prior to this um, because I was going to hold my box. I was going to not open it, but now I'm going to. So uh, I don't think his value of his autos in the PSG set will drop, to be honest, because, yeah, I mean, if you've got a good auto on card from him and it's his first auto, it, you just if you're looking at previous players and none, none of them have really dropped from being flooded, you know, and... Messi's first autos on card go for fucking astronomical money to, to considering to what they go for now. Like his flawless opposed to his eminence goes for stupid money. Um, eminence actually doesn't even go for that much compared to flawless. So you're talking on card, you're talking first auto set holds value, especially for someone like Mbappe uh, being his first auto. Okay. I think the um, I think the whether or not they're on card and he's going to play a big part of it. And like we touched on with Inception, how Panini released them. So if there's, you know, if it turns out there's a case hit and the case hit is, you know, Mbappe is turning up once in every four or five cases, then it's going to be a completely different story to turning up in every 20 cases. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if, I don't think knowing the type of person that he is and how, staunchly he guarded his autos and all the rest of it i think there's going to be very few of them so i think the top sets are still a very solid investment in that regard um, but but there's still a lot of risk involved if they if they if he, if he turns out if he turns out on cards and if, he, if the first box of prism gets open if the first box of nt gets open and there's an on card number to 99 then the psg sets in trouble yeah, but but do you think if, that even though it's limited to two seventy, I do. I think if they if they're on card and there's a lot of them, then the PSG set's in trouble because in in five years time, no one's going to know that the PSG set was the first auto that came out four months earlier. Super Twenty one twenty two was the first year of Mbappe autos. <laughs> what do you think, Martin? That's yeah, I, I actually agree. I don't think. Uh... If there's more on-card autos, I think it's uh, they might drop. But if there's sticker autos, and if they're like 10 for the whole print, you might be all right. But typically, in my experience, like when someone gets a first auto, it's kind of different. But in, in my example, like David Beckham, when I opened his auto was 15K. You can buy that same card now for like 600 US. That's such a massive drop. And it's, it's sticker to sticker, but on card to sticker like a, i don't know okay i don't know enough, i don't know to, i don't know enough to comment to be honest but like let's let's look at let's for example oh, i know it was his sort of rookie rookie auto but let's look at Haaland first autos in bundesliga um chrome um he's sorry, it's considered his rookie even though he's got rookie cards from salzburg it's considered his first auto his super factor of that set sold for 500 and fucking thousand USD or whatever it was. But even his 50 would be going for, say, 70k US. Um, and that's a sticker order. That's his first order. In personal opinion, I think Haaland hasn't won what Mbappe's 
one, you know, obviously Mbappe's got a World Cup under his name, but in this current day and age, you have to say Haaland's the better striker. Still, in saying that, his first auto holds immaculate money, even as a sticker auto. So does that come into play? Yeah, it does. But then you look at the you look at the Haaland transcendent auto, which there was one floating around for sale today for ten k USD. But that's not his first auto, is it? Uh, no, it's a Dortmund auto. But I think it was two thousand and that was twenty twenty though in, in transcendence. Was it that long? Was it that recent? Yeah, it wasn't twenty nineteen. It was twenty twenty. Okay, I thought it was a little bit earlier, but no, nah, uh, so. But yeah, I don't know. It's, it, and it's all gonna. I think Mbappe for Mbappe to reach mammoth heights, he needs to leave PSG at some point, which he has said he's open to going to Real Madrid. He needs to win a Ballon d'Or. Let's be honest. He's not but that I still good think, I, the moment, I, even think, I, I even think then he need like Haaland was a part of the allure of Haaland was that he was always leaving Dortmund. He was always leaving Dortmund and United fans and Real Madrid fans and Barca fans and City fans were all excited because he was always leaving Dortmund. Mbappe's done it all at PSG. He's so he could like if well, he, he goes and scores Champions League yet. He hasn't. He hasn't. But if he goes and scores 50 goals in the league next year, what are people going to say? Farmers League. Mm. Farmers League and he's playing in a team surrounded by superstars. So I think for him to go to astronomical heights, you spoke about super fractors at half a million dollars and Mbappe's 2017 Chrome Super, if that ever turns up, will be similar money. Um, oh, it'll for, be ridiculous money. Yeah, but for the, for the weight of the cards that have come after that to keep carrying. I think he needs to go and move somewhere else at some point. And he's only, what is he? He's still 23 or something. Like, it's in, stupidly young. In your, opinion, in your opinion, the Onard Superfractor gets pulled today from the PSG set. What's it sell for? Um, I would say 300 USD if I had to guess, but it could be anything. If the right people get in the bidding more on that, Half yeah. a million, and, the, the, and I've, I've spoken about this a couple of times. That when you're talking about cards that are on that level and cards that are on that height, like anything in the world, when you, whether you're talking about <laughs> cars or clothes or fashion or art or whatever it is, the value of the dollars becomes irrelevant because if two people want it and they have a stupid amount of money, um, there are varying levels of rich, there are varying levels of wealth. There's super wealthy people who have got a hundred million dollars and they still rent a private jet. Yeah. There's the guy that's got half a billion dollars and he owns the private jet. There's the guy that's worth a billion dollars who owns the airport. And for these guys, if you know, you look at racehorses, if they get involved in a in a battle over a racehorse, if there's two people that want it, the, the number becomes irrelevant. And that when you're talking about super high-end cards like that, and you've got guys like Shine and guys like Super Trout and all that sort of stuff getting involved. Um, you don't know how much money these guys have really got, but the difference between 300, 400, and 500 to them versus the hit on their pride of not owning it or losing out to someone else is irrelevant because the money to them is just a superficial figure. That agree. No sense. Yeah. I want to. Um, Hold on. Can I just, can I just um, oh. comment on about the Farmers League? So. 
obviously people are always calling the French league, the German league, the Spanish league. They're all farmers leagues, whatever. German league is dominating the fuck out of UCL at the moment. So nobody can call the German league right now a farmers league because they are literally killing it in all fucking stages. I think Germany are the best of the other domestic leagues in terms uh, of competitiveness. Honestly, they are absolutely killing it at the moment. Most of the people in the French league work a job nine to five, to be fair. Um, <laughs> well, it's so funny because apparently, so apparently the guys who played uh, PSG in the last UCL game, the defender, one of the defenders works, he's a truck driver nine to five, and go. then he was up against Neymar and Mbappe and Messi. <laughs> I was like, Mate, well, they, PSG yeah, they scored played, first as well. Yeah, yeah they did. PSG <laughs> played a full strength lineup against a team of fucking chemists and shit. Like, come on, man. And they conceded they first. They went one nil down. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I want yeah, to touch on Alex's question before it goes away. He asked if uh, Mbappe low numbered sticker auto in a France kit. Or on card Mbappe in a PSG kit, and do we reckon the kit makes a difference, like Messi and Ronaldo? Mbappe low so, number sticker order in a France kit, or Mbappe in PSG kit. What do you think? On Mbappe? card. On card. I mean, sticker orders are so overproduced, man. Uh, especially in today's soccer society, um, over the last couple of years with COVID and shit. I I mean, anything on card, especially if somebody hasn't had anything on card prior to, say, 2019, because that's when COVID hit. I mean, it's just worth so much more. They've held the card. They've signed the card. Sticker autos can be all over the shop. So can on card. But, again, it's just always worth more. It's the same in NBA. NBA stickers are worth jack shit compared to NBA on card. Because most of the NBA on card is on uh, most NBA is on card because of the yeah. fact that they are all US based. Yeah, the, the fact, only NBA auto I have is on card. So, <laughs> well, yeah. so that makes that the fact that it's a worldwide sport being on card should be realistically worth more than say a sticker because I mean they can send them a thousand sticker sheets and they can just you know sign them all. And they can put their, you know, even Mar to this day, Maradona and Pele are still being put on products. So the fact that that's what's probably more beneficial for them, obviously, when someone passes away. But in my opinion, on card, you can't beat it. It's king. Um, same as what Sapphire is to tops. It's yeah. the king product. What do you think, Marco? Yeah, he's probably right, to be fair. If there's no more on card than Pepe, those ones are just going to skyrocket. Or if, or if there is and they're like printed to five, yeah, you're probably right. Uh, I don't know enough about the high-end stuff. That's one question I was going to ask as well. Like, I know nothing about cards over $1,000, literally. So <laughs> I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Uh, a good question then is, if France go ahead and win the World Cup and there's a France on-card and Bappe auto in the French kit, which is worth more? <laughs> Both numbered to 50, PSG kit, France kit, and he won the World Cup. France kit. French kit. Even every if it's day not the week. first auto he signed. Like, France yeah. kit. I mean, you yeah, want National the kits go for a shit ton. It's, it's your first national kit on card auto. Again, it doesn't even matter if you've had a PSG on card auto. The fact that you've now 
I had a national kit on card. Um, so let's let's for example say I've got the uh, PSG set to fifty Mbappe per se, um, and the eminent France kit Mbappe gets released and France win the World Cup. That fucking France eminence is going to be worth waiting straight up. Yeah. Well, I think you can compare his 2017 Tops Chrome versus his 2018 World Cup prism. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're the two bases. Um, they're pretty well on par from memory. At the moment. I haven't, done, I, haven't done, I haven't done the research, but they're pretty well on par. Um, they're both stupidly expensive. Like you're talking many multiple four figures for something numbered to 99. <coughs> um but yeah, I think so. I think they will both hold their place. Um, if you're talking about going to the moon, then yeah, the France on card would be to the moon sort of stuff, and that's because I do think Mbappe, and, and again, he's only 23 or whatever he is, so he's gonna spend another two or three years running PSG as he does, and then he'll probably fuck off to Real Madrid and, and see what he does there, yeah. But, um and that's gonna yeah come down but you never know what's gonna happen in the world of football like you know you look you could you imagine if 10 years ago we we're sitting here talking about fernando torres rookies spain yeah. have just come off a world cup. spain have just come off a world cup yeah torres is banging in 22 goals a season for liverpool right and then torres's hamstrings get a bit tight and all of a sudden he could forbid did you uh did you guys watch the 2008 penalty shootout i sent in the chat yesterday yeah. Oh no, Italy versus Spain. They were talking about Cesc Fabregas being the next big thing. I was like, oh, it's, it's so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. All right. Um, does anyone have any well, final that, That's the beauty of football. Anything is possible. Uh, and nobody can become a somebody overnight, literally. Yeah. And Beppe well, could get another World Cup as well. There's plenty of time. That's it. Does anyone have any final thoughts on Mbappe? Okay. I said what I have to say. Cool. All right, we're going to move to our, our last segment, which is player spotlights. It's where we're going to try spotlight a few rookies or trade players <coughs> each fortnight or month or however often we do these things um, and just talk about whether we think they're good investments or not, what kind of cards they've got and what you can pick up. So this week we're doing... Ivan Tony for our current rookie and Anthony for our past rookie. That's, that's, that's convenient. It's very convenient because in my sheet, <laughs> I have Ivan Tony as your rookie to watch. Um, 26 years old in English. I had discussion on England call up. So look at us go. Um, <laughs> Ivan Tony now called up for England. Five goals in six games, two assists, four big chances created already in six games. That's for sure. Jeez. Mate, just he's flying at the moment. So the the recent sales I found before he got the England call up, I I imagine they will change now. Um, his red flood to ten from Obsidian did 125 USD, so it's still really affordable for something numbered to ten, yeah. especially George, on a color honest, You've been out there stealing all these fucking Ivan Tonys oh, yeah. over the last six months. <laughs> uh, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so red flood to 10, 125 USD. Choice green to nine, 70 USD. That is just yeah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, bronze prism to 25, 80 USD. They're three recent solds. Um, 
I got the impeccable one of one for just over a thousand AUD. So it's not bad pricing at the moment. I think what I like about Tony is that he's got that X factor. Um, you know, watching a player beyond what they do and how they behave and whether they just score goals or what they do as a player, you watch him and you can't help but get drawn in by the excitement that he creates. And he's got a bit of attitude about him. He's got a bit of flair. He gets fired up and he gets stuck in. And he's a player that just has that aura about him. Um, we it's an infectious sort of thing, so I think he's got he's absolutely a big game player, he's a big club player. Um, you can tell that sort of straight off the bat. Uh, so I think, yeah, absolutely fantastic investment. Yeah, he's someone that, um, yeah, could and and I think his game style, whilst he does have that power and power and speed and all the rest of it, it is a game style that should allow him to play well into his 30s. And he hasn't got a huge amount of games in his legs. You get these guys that, um, and there was this freaking blog, I think it was an, an athletic one, but they spoke about the amount of games that players have in their legs. And, you know, talking about things like how Torres, who I mentioned before, Torres had played more games at 21 than Drogba did at 27. Yeah. And how much effect that has. If you look at that golden generation of England, when you're talking Torres and Owen and all these sort of guys, they were literally driven into the ground. They were just played in, or playing 40 games a year as 18, 19 year olds. And sure enough, they got to 22, 23, 24, and they were broken down walls. But they'd already played three or 400 games at that stage at a high level. Yeah. So I think Tony's got that ability, even though he's 26, which is older for a rookie. Um, he's certainly got, he's got the ability and he should have the miles on, on the clock to be able to play well into his into his 30s, which bodes well for the hobby and bodes well for anyone that's investing in his stuff. Yeah. That's why Rooney looks like what he does, yeah. <laughs> I, don't like, uh, I don't like Guy trying to steal our whole attack in the comments. And uh, <laughs> also Malcolm, who said Tony will start next season at a big six club. We are a big six club. <laughs> that's what I was going to say, yeah. yeah. The, bees, the bees may well be a hey, big Hey, you six never club. know. Wait till the end of the season before you say Marco, that. Who, Marco, who do you support? I actually never asked this. Yeah, I'm a Chelsea fan. Oh, you're and, a Chelsea fan. Uh, all, all during our transfer window, the number one player mentioned that we should sign was Ivan Tony at striker. Our whole subreddit was just wanking on about how good he is. Yeah. And to be fair, he's a great player. I kind of wish we had signed him, but I mean, he would have gone for a hefty price tag, I imagine. If he goes anywhere but Brentford, I want it to be Chelsea because then I can still wear his kits and not He's going to go to Liverpool. Yeah. He loves the pool. Why would, yeah. you want, why would you want your favourite striker to go to a striker's graveyard? I don't want him to go. It's very true. very true. I would like him to go there. He, he can break the spell, surely. Striker's graveyard. Is one hundred percent bang on. It's very true. That number yeah, nine it's, is fucked. It's super true. That number nine is fucked. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. In terms of Tony, I think his card prices are going to go up now, especially because of that England call up. People knew him before. People knew he was scoring goals. He scored seventeen goals for us last year for a team who's just played in the Prem for the first time ever. To score seventeen goals for a club is huge. So. Um, now people know him on a global scale because he's going to be in the England kit. He's going to have a number. His cards are only going to go up, I think. Yeah, big time. Um, so the cards you can get for Tony at the moment, uh, Prism, Mosaic, Obsidian, Impeccable, Immaculate, and Chronicles. I thought you were going to pull out your suitcase then and go, so these are the cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've no, bought them just, all, but... I have all of them. Yeah. 
Um, I do have the majority of the Tonys numbered under 25, to be fair. So, um, yeah, so they, they're the cards you can get for Tony at the moment. The best value for money, I think, because I've bought a majority of them, um, best value for money you can buy at the moment is Obsidian for sure. Uh, you can pick up low-numbered Obsidian, Floods, Contras, all under like 300 USD for even the shortest ones. Um, so it's not bad. Like, I've got two Contras now. I've got the PSA 9 Contra and the Raw one, and both of them I bought less than 300 USD. So, I mean, that's the best value for money. And Chronicles, you can pick up really low-numbered Origins at a good price as well. So that's your best bunny currently. Best long-term hold will always be Prism, uh, Immaculate and Impeccable. Yeah, agreed. Or, or technically, no, actually, I disagree because, to be honest, Chronicles rookie tickets are things that are just ageless. Um, if, if Tony had one, I would agree. If, if Tony had one, yeah, yeah, that would be the the go to. Definitely. Um, Tony does have a gala. If you're lucky enough to find a gala, um, yeah. hold it forever. Uh, <laughs> a gala actually sold for 185 USD on eBay. Oh my god! I missed it. That is a steal. I know. Well, I think I think Galas suffer the same fate as the Color Blast in this year's Prism. The fact that they don't turn up, no one's looking for them. Yeah. So yeah, because no one's no one's jumping on eBay going, find me a Gala, find me a Gala, because they they've been around since 1920 Chronicles, and you never see them for sale. They've always been so rare. Yeah. So you pulled two of the eight Palmers, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Literally put two of the eight. Yeah, you got one for me and one for Will. Yeah. Um, so my advice on Ivan Tony is pick up and hold under ninety nine numbered. Prism recommended. That red flood color match will do well. That's beautiful. I now have two yeah. of them. But it's not a but it's not a gravin bear red flood. Gravin no, bear not. rookie. So. True. True. <laughs> no. Um, Anyone got any closing thoughts on Ivan Tony before I move to Anthony? Uh, Tony is phenomenal um, from what I've seen. Um, I'm a jealous. Honestly, he's a great. He's a great striker. He's strong. He's a great finisher. Um, and yeah, you're very smart to PC him. And I think I actually think he's going to be one of those strikers that transitions to the national scale. Um, as well as he does for his club. So it will be interesting to see if he gets enough starting time in the World Cup. I honestly hope he gets more starting time than Kane because I just fucking think Kane's a spud. But anyway, that's yeah, just Southgate is also a spud, so he's going to yeah, start yeah. 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 together. Who the fuck is some players to be in your squad? Yeah. Come on. Oh, man. Fuck. Some players are untouchable in their England squad. Uh, sorry, yeah. just, Answer guy Embry Gravy has only started the one game. He's been coming off the bench, but in the one game that he started, he got man of the match. Um, it's been hard for him because um, Leon, Leon's guy and Musiala and Nabri have all been absolutely on fire. Love it. Musiala's assist the other day, I think, was insane in the Champions League. Musiala got man of the match. He played a yeah. game. He's definitely underrated, I, I still think. Oh, he's not underrated. He's definitely not underrated. He just doesn't have enough cards on the market for people yeah. to really acknowledge him. For some reason, like quite a lot of players a year after their rookie, like they drop quite a bit because people just 
chase the current rookies and forget about yeah, last year's rookies. Yeah, yeah, I've, mean, I've noticed like my I've got a Jude Bellingham rookie that autographed a fifty, but like comps are not going up at all because people were just trying to get the latest rookies. Well, Ryan Vac today sold his Musiala the twenty five rookie from Sapphire for twenty two hundred AUD. Oh, great that's a sale. That's a great sale. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably the best of that year's rookie set. He's definitely, and the fact that he doesn't have autos makes his cards yeah. all more valuable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about Anthony. He's moved to United now. Um, Brazilian, 22 years old. Uh, in his Ajax time, 18 goals and 22 assists in 57 games. Um, he's one from one at United and he debuted for Brazil at 21 years old. If I can start watching him last year, he's a freak. He's a great player. Um, he has the Brazilian attributes. He's the, he's very agile. He's very quick, very, very skillful. Um, it hurts me the fuck that he's at United. I'm not going to lie. It, it just hurts me. Um, because, you know, he's a great player and seeing him succeed at United will hurt because obviously I'm a Liverpool supporter. But, um, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't fault him. He's just phenomenal. He's rookie cards. He doesn't have auto rookies. He's another one like Musiala. People who load it up. I have a fucking shitload of Anthony autos. Uh, sorry, Anthony rookies. Um, and I traded them all, obviously, during my grab and bear chase. I traded all the Anthony rookies for a mount, um, a mount rookie to 99 Sapphire, PSA 10, which was huge at the time. Um, and, and, I, and I ended up selling that for 2K. So I think Anthony is going to have some more value, especially for his rookies. He's got autos now in this next, in their 21, 22 Chrome and... I believe, did he have some in, in the finest? I don't know. Um, but, yeah, he's going to kill it, man. He honestly looks so good. Even watching him in the first couple of games, it hurt. Because I was just like, man, I love this kid. And he is just playing so well. He's going to, if if United can't actually feed off him, then he's going to suffer. If, he, if they can feed off him and they play well with him, then they will do wonders. Because he is phenomenal. Yeah. What do you think, Marco? Um, I think we'll we'll see over the course of a season. I don't think he'll be like a, a he won't be worth the price tag. Probably he did score on debut, but I'm pretty sure it was just a tap in. Yeah. Uh, like a yeah, it wasn't anything special. I I didn't watch the full game to be fair, but um, did you watch United's game in the Europa? No, not today's one. I didn't watch that. He, he played brilliantly. Yeah, I saw a lot of people saying Jaden Sancho played really well. Yeah, but, Sancho played well. Sancho yeah. played well. Sancho wasn't named in the England squad. Look, Mark, yeah. I think we're talking to a guy who, from the bottom of my heart, loathes United. Like, yeah. I grew up with six best friends who all supported United in the time when Liverpool were, were fielding a team, you know, with, with Fabio Aurelio and players that, you would be sick seeing play for your team 
and you know i copped a lot of grief um through the years so i i still have like this hatred inside but i really want to see anthony succeed yeah, yeah like, i think he's uh he's gonna be a jet i think it's, it's one of those players uh, i think marco's right as well that he could definitely flop and his price tag will make him look bad just like alex said in the chat um if he doesn't live up to that price tag he, I, I, I can agree with that. that. I can agree with that. He, he, he's got to, for his price tag, he has to do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm, he's I'm not. A, yeah, true. He, um, he's not this man. Oh, Kenneth Taylor, eh? The man, Jeez. the legend. He's a beast. <laughs> what about what about Kudos, eh? Oh, my well. God. What a goal. Seriously. Yeah, their goals for phenomenal. Because I love Ajax now, and mm. I've been watching them, you know, since Gravy's days. Uh, since la like, I haven't watched them a lot since before last year, but just watching them in the last couple of years, honestly, they they have some really good gems there, man. And like, you, you, you do not want to see the Ajax kits I have in my wardrobe. Oh, George has got some banging Ajax kits right. actually as well. I got the uh, I got the blue and yellow third kit they did as a special edition somewhere. I'm named after one of the best footballers of all time. Like <laughs> I've got the kits for days. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some of his recent sales. He his Merlin red to ten in a PSA nine did two thousand USD. Yeah. Wow. That's just. I the hope, he, I hope he does 10. well. You have to remember, though, he has no autos in his rookie year. So, of course, his base cards are and going to sell well. I, I think that's the reason for this next comp. The Contra to 9 PSA 10 also did 2,000 USD. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm. It, it's, gonna, it's, it's just it's standard, man. And even as, as much as, as well as he plays, he just he doesn't have autos. So, bases like Jamal um, in that rookie class... Of course, that's just – and it's like Garvey this year. Garvey doesn't have autos. So, hence why I'm loading up on tickets and select 23s and all these rare um, cards that, you know, are going to retain value. If you look at future uh, – you look at past sets and the way that they've sort of presented themselves. Um, obviously, rookies are going to be flooded, but if you're going to keep a short print of somebody – who doesn't have an auto, you're going to keep a short print base. It's always going to hold value if they do well. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other comps I had, so even even his long print stuff is doing okay. Merlin to 175 rookie for 50 USD. I mean, for a 175, 50 is not the worst, not the best. No, Sapphire not base, his base Sapphire rookie was 35 USD. Which is nuts. That's not a bad okay. pick up and hold. Um, stadium to 75, the variation where he's gun finger into the camera was 65 USD. Yeah. So, comps are all right. It's worth picking up a few Sapphire, Chrome, low numbered, I think. Yeah. Um, so, the Anthony rookie cards you can buy are Chrome, Merlin, Sapphire, Aoki, Obsidian, Finest, and Stadium. And his Chrome and Sapphire ranking in that year level um, because. Last year, Chrome was just shit hot. Um, you know, you got an Anthony Red. Um, forget the name. What's the carbon. thing I'm thinking of, Rod? The non-numbered. Carbon. 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 Yeah, the red carbon is like 
those cards, they go for good money and they're not even numbered. Um, card, uh, definitely Sapphire is king. Sapphire is always king. It's just the, they are the gem. You know, if you're looking at a card, a rookie card, they are the gem. They don't have autos. They are literally just base cards. So you pull a pack of Paradasher of one of those rookies, one of one. In the Sapphire variant, like that is as good as it gets. It doesn't get any better than that in the tops product. Yeah. Absolutely. What do you guys think about Steve Aoki Chrome that came out last year? Hit and miss, I think. Yeah. yeah. You think it was better than I expected? I didn't yeah. break it at all for ages, and then someone offered me like five boxes locally, and I was desperate, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll just grab them." And then it did surprise me with how good it was. I like the fact that the autos, even though they're not per box, they're all numbered to fifty or less. I think it was. The inserts yeah. were really uh, nice. Yeah. yeah, they they nailed the inserts. I don't know about having Steve Aoki's name on the front of the card. Yeah. yeah. Do you think long term they suffer because of that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then they'll never sell like mm -hmm. any of the other products released. Yeah. They're a hype product. Yeah. Like, I yeah. sold, I think I hit an Ansu Fatty to 50. I think this was the card I did, like, nine minis for in one night. Um, <laughs> I, I razzed this card. It was a to 50 Ansu Fatty auto from the Steve Aoki set. Um, and I razzed this in one night through nine minis for, like, 900 bucks Australian. So... There was some yeah. value there initially, but it was a hype value. I don't, again, I don't like the boys said, I don't think it's going to hold long term. Long term. Yeah, Aoki was like hit and miss. Like I had the Kai Havert singularity insert to like 25. And I think I yeah. sold that for like 400 bucks. You won't sell a Kai Havert's like insert to 25 for that ever again, I don't think. No, I quite enjoyed yeah. opening it, eh, to be honest. It's a I cool a, I put a Nico Williams one of one, some insert. But uh, you could barely tell it was even the one of one variant. <laughs> like I, it was only once I looked at the back you could you could see. But um, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. So in terms of Anthony, best value for money currently, if you were to go on eBay and buy now, is probably Merlin, Sapphire, and Chrome. Sapphire base and high numbered things are still a good pickup. Like the one ninety nine Sapphire, I think I saw was going really decent priced. So. That's best value money for currently. And then, according to Anthony, best potential long-term hold, Sapphire, Chrome, and low-numbered Obsidian. Correct. If you're going to buy, you know, especially someone like Anthony's rookie card, you're either getting a Contra, a Red Flood from Obsidian uh, in a PSA 10, or you are getting um, a Sapphire, you know, low-numbered to 25 to 10 to, to 5, or a or Chrome, because yeah. Sapphire is king, but Chrome still pulls very good money. Yeah, agreed. The Sapphires are lovely too from last year. I got the Camavinga yeah, at the moment. Yeah, I'm sending the Camavinga base Sapphire off to PSA under that $39 a card thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, you might as well, right? Try to get a quick 10. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, that's pretty much everything we had for tonight. I don't know where Marco's gone. <laughs> It's just a bowl. Yeah, he's just legged it. Um, does anyone have any? I think I'm going to send an Mbappe to 50 auto to PSA shortly. Oof. 
<laughs> uh, I was going to ask if you were going to grade them. Oh, right. Honestly, I, I'm sorry. I haven't even said anything about it. But I'm so fucking happy about that. Eh? I was going <laughs> yeah, to pull my fucking TV through the wall if that fucking thing did not say my name at the top. Uh, Mate, I know it's the game. I know it's the risk. And I knew, and I had in my heart, I'm like, you know what? We lose, we lose. But at least I wanted to have at least a couple of names in the top 10. The fact yeah. that at least I had the top was was good enough for me. I didn't give a fuck about the rest. What was drafted fourth? Probably the Chavi Simon. Because I, I know I was talking to Egan and Egan got the Dimaria. Yeah, oh, the fourth, fourth was the um, fourth was the Ramos. Really? Yeah. Oh, what? Not the? Wasn't there a Nuno Mendes or a Chavi to fifty or something? Yeah, that ended up sixth, I think. Damn. Yeah. Not bad. Eager, yeah, it was um, it was Mbappe, Messi, Neymar, Sergio Ramos to twenty five, Di Maria to five, then Chavi to fifty. Or yeah, else. yeah, yeah. I got a uh, Nuno Mendes to ten, Georgie on the way. Uh, not a bad card, mate. That's what you wanted, wasn't it? A long hold, Nuno Mendes. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, an auto, but you know. We'll take a yeah. Mate, stick that in the vault somewhere and forget about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right, well, good fun, lads. Yeah, does anyone have any uh, closing thoughts? We uh, we pumped through two and a half hours worth of content, so... That's it. Yeah, I said it. I had a question for Antonio. What was the most expensive card you've sold on consignment or just by yourself? Um, mm, I have to think about this one. I th- it was a mount to 10, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would either be the Mount 10 or, well, actually, no, it's probably the, um, Ronnie. It's pro- no, no, uh, no, it was actually probably the, what's his name? Uh, the American Rod that we got to. Oh, the Pulley Musa. The Musa. The yeah, yeah, the, no, the Eunice Musa to, um. Right, a rookie, we, right? Yeah, that we helped with, uh, Luke. To get their oh yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, that was the one. US yeah, that was one of, yeah, the one of one rated rookie. Yeah. How much US? Sorry, how much was it in US? Seven and a half thousand US. It was ten and a half thousand Australian. Damn. And that was the Donruss rated rookie. That wasn't even the optic. Yeah. Mm. What do units Musa doing these days? I don't know. That's <laughs> not a good song. American sales, what can I say? US tax. But my own personal sale, uh, yeah, it's probably the Mount to 10, which was about 7,500 US in total. We're going to, speaking of your Mount, we are going to touch on redemptions next time. I had someone ask us to talk about redemptions and the whole process and what we think. So we'll talk about that next time. Yeah, Um, cool. But redemptions is definitely a topic that we're planning to touch on as well. Thanks right. for joining well, us, Marco. It's been yeah, a pleasure, thanks, Yeah, mate. Thanks for the invite. I'll see you boys in a year. We'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get down for um, one of our shows, man. What was that? You got to get down for one of the card shows we have here. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, if you guys need help at a booth, I'll come over and do some, you know, free work. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, everyone, head over to Marco's group as well. It's Oceana Breaks on Facebook. Um, there's yeah. stuff going every week. So um, yeah. jump on there. Jump in some of the breaks. They're quality value, and it's a great time. So jump and in. He knows, he, he's, he's probably one of the most knowledgeable breakers 
um, that I've been involved with besides Rod. So yeah, get on board, man. He's a great mm-hmm. man. They're great. Him and the, him and Alex are, are really good dudes. So yeah, get on board. Appreciate it, boys. Thank you. It's good. It's actually nice to see what the page looks like from. A, from a, I've never, I've never seen, I've never seen it like that before. Yeah. Does he ship yeah. to Cyprus, guy? Yeah. Oh, worldwide shipping, of he course. Ships to me. He ships to me, guy. That's I, enough. I yeah. ship to Cyrus at Soccer Breakers FC. So if you need that, let me know. No. Yeah, too. Good. Uh, it's been good, lads. Thank you very, very much for another successful pod. Uh, it'll probably be two or three weeks before the next one, guys. But any topics you want us to touch well, on, stay, someone. stay tuned for next week because I think, George, I think we're going to uh, do the same stream but for the PSG break. Absolutely. Well, we'll definitely advertise that. We'll watch yeah. Anthony get another Mbappe to 10. So. Yes, oh, the one of one. No, 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 no. We're getting the super <laughs> factor right. Yes, oh, sorry. super yeah. messy now. Ah uh, yeah, if you're struggling to find a guest in the future, just give me a yell. I'll I'll come in last minute. <laughs> That's what I love. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, all good. Um, all right, lads. Easy. Thanks. See you. Enjoy. Have a good night, boys. Cheers.